live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Oh, shit. We are back in the saddle, Bill. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We are we back are live. I know. It seems like it's been for freaking ever. I know. I know. I mean, we had that one really busy week where we recorded like three episodes in yeah. like seven days. <laughs> yeah. To make up for me going on vacation, and then we had like nine days of nothing. Yeah, well, you know, it's the price of vacation. Yeah. Worth and it. <laughs> not, yeah, oh, it's worth definitely worth it, but we're back. We yeah. are live, as we promised we would be. Um, we try very hard not to, like, skip that. Like, I've, yeah, yeah. I have rotated vacations around <laughs> the right, podcast right. before, but it just did not work out this time. So, yeah. Um, but we, we still delivered an we episode. Did. Yeah, so. we had one out here. So um, they, people can't complain too much. No. I mean, unless the episode was shitty. I don't even I remember. Know. We they, blew they through that so fast. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I had to re- like record it and release it all. I was going to say, what, what was it, it even on? on? And, uh, last week we talked about uh, the General Milley stuff. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yes. it's been so long ago. Yeah, that's yes. how long it's been. Wow. So we're here. Again, we are live. Obviously, if you're watching, you know that. Um, if you're not watching us live, listening to us later on in the week, we do live streams every Monday night, yes. 7 Central Standard Time. In so, which you can comment and interact and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, a lot stuff. of times we give call-in opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's like, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun environment to do the live environment. I like it so much better. It yeah. just feels like we're even even when people aren't interacting with us, I feel like we're interacting more with people. So, I, I agree. So I I don't think I'm ever going to go away from the live setting unless, no. like, my internet just decides to completely shit the bed yeah. or something, which actually over the weekend it was. So I was like, oh, oh please. That's why I just went up and kicked my oh, kids okay. off of. <laughs> get off. It's like, stop streaming. Yeah. <laughs> get off the shit. I have, you have cell phones. You can use the cell yeah. phones. Stop use using my damn internet. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, hopefully the stream sticks. Um, everything's been kind of going smooth with it the last couple of days. So good deal. Yeah, it always makes me nervous on like a Saturday when I know I got a live stream coming up and the internet's just acting like shit. So, yeah. Um, but everything's good right now. Perfect. How how have you been since I saw you last? Um, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I watched an episode of Magnum PI. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> did some research. Oh, and that's what. Some... Ha- that's why you're always late. Yes. <laughs> and did had a couple bratwurst left over from your birthday party Ooh. or your your family's birthday party i almost had leftover brats from my family's birthday party but then my wife's like hey i'm gonna make quesadillas i'm like oh that uh, sounds good and then she threw like ghost peppers in it oh. which is good but it's hot and yeah. then when you first got here like my throat was all junked up i'm yeah. like i hope this shit goes away <laughs> in like the next five minutes so i can actually talk on this yeah, thing yeah. so um it's great to be back live setting like i said uh this week we are going to be talking about uh, the whole, the big news of this last week, the big Joe Biden news, because he always seems like he comes out and says something fucking stupid to piss us right. off. And they, these last, especially these last couple months, it's just like every week is like, what did Joe Biden say now? Yeah, What's right. he proposing it, in this time? In between his 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 rabble and his his going off script and stuff, he'll, yeah, if you can, he'll slip something in if there. If you can filter through right, all right. that, yeah, maybe that's why they picked him. Yeah, because right. it's hard to filter through all yeah. that shit without falling asleep. <laughs> Yeah, or without laughing at him. Yeah, to find the actual meat in there that that will piss that you could off. Could be, yeah. And this week, the the wonderful news is Joe Biden proposes 
to dig his grubby little fingers into your bank accounts in the name yes. of uh, protecting, like the rich, like he, preventing the richest of the rich, the top one percent of evading yeah. taxes. So yes. to do that, he wants to dig his fingers into any bank account. Obviously, the rich people's bank accounts. Obviously, like everybody yeah, with right. six hundred dollars or more in their bank account. You yeah, know the, you know the big the big spenders. You <laughs> the, know the top of the top. Right, yeah. <laughs> my first reaction was like, "Well, that's not me. I don't got six hundred bucks <laughs> to my name." But then it said like, if you have transactions yeah. going in, like um, deposits going right. in or bills going out, that's worth over six hundred bucks. Then yeah. then they'll stick their fingers in that too. Yeah. And I'm just like, shit, that's me, I guess. Now, um, I wonder, do they count, like, cash checks in that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I was trying to think of all kinds of ways ways around yeah. this shit. But um, some of the stuff that you had brought up to me, because I had thought, like, well, just maybe, can I, we deposit my check into Venmo or right, something like right. that? Yeah. But then it sounds like they're... they're yeah, Venmo, including PayPal, Venmo, yeah, cryptocurrency. All, yeah, all of the above. They yeah. want to start regulating that yeah. shit. So... We're going to get into that soon, but before we do, we got to mention our coffee fix of freedom, because nothing says freedom like a delicious cup of coffee. And these people, this is Run Your Mouth Coffee. I always start talking before I say who it is. Run Your Mouth Coffee. They support all the freedoms. They are just as pissed off at this shit, too, of the government. They don't want the government in your shit any more than you want the government in your shit. So go to their website rymcoffee.com support small businesses that support your constitutional rights and support the government not being in your shit businesses like run your mouth coffee go to rymcoffee.com tell them we sent you by using the promo code break the bell all one word you get 20% off is it 10% off 10% 10% off your first order and free shipping We've been doing this a long time I still don't get it straight 10% off you had a break for a little bit there it has been a while Maybe I need some of that to get I, through. I think it. you do. Yes. I just got monster. Damn it! That's yeah, not even. It's not even close. Not nearly not as American. Same plateau. So, put freedom in your mouth, not the government in your shit. <laughs> Drink run your mouth coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. I want freedom in my mouth and no government in my shit. Yes. Run your mouth coffee. Rymcoffee.com. That's it. That's all I got. Do you got anything to add to that? Uh, no, I think you covered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had a little too much caffeine today already. So <laughs> speaking of the government and your shit. Yes. I mean, it, it's just like every week the government just wants more in your shit. Like, it is. If it's yeah. not stabbing shit in your arms, it's sticking their grubby fingers in your bank account. Mm-hmm. And I mean, should we be worried about this? Obviously, we think we should, or we wouldn't yeah. be talking about right. this. But yeah. um, I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like, "Oh, that's a fucking great idea." Right? Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll get those those big people that get yeah. six hundred dollars yeah. in their bank account. <laughs> yeah, like the AOC, the tax, yeah. the rich dress. Right. Like she's yeah. Wearing yeah. on a thirty thousand dollar dress. Right. Yeah. Um. So we will be getting into that, and you will get our our side of the story. You, I mean, we'll look at some of the pushback for this. We're gonna look at why this matters. We. We always got to come back to why this yeah. fucking matters. Because it does matter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we only talk about the shit that matters. Yeah. I agree. Because... We, we don't devote a whole night on something that doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people are probably like, really? Really? I heard your last episode and that shit didn't matter. <laughs> we like to think that this shit matters. Yeah. So, um, 
we're gonna we're gonna take a look at that, and we're gonna take a look at where this is all coming from, stemming from, any precedent that there might be, like previously that would make this a thing. Is this constitutional or not? Um, and where this goes from here. That's yeah. what we're gonna talk about. So we're gonna get into this intro. Before we do, share this all over the place because. That's how we get our names out there. That's how our heads get bigger. And uh, we love you for it. You are our biggest supporters. <laughs> I mean, without you, as the end of the track says, the, the outro says, we'd just be talking to ourselves, which right. we are fine with. We <laughs> like talking to ourselves. Yes, we do it often. We do it often, but we would rather have people listening to that we maybe could um, actually teach you something or yeah. get get something through to you, then we feel like maybe we've done something in life. So And again, spread it around. If you learn yeah. something, tell somebody else. Maybe they'll learn something. Oh, my mom says hi. Hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> feel like that. Hi, Mrs. Smolt. <laughs> I feel like that uh, person that's never been on TV before. That's like, yeah. hi, mom. <laughs> So we're going to get into this episode. Like I said, share this all over the place because um, I want to make my mom proud. Yes. <laughs> if for no other reason, I want to make my mom proud. Uh, so. That's that's as American as a reason as you can get. <laughs> it really is. Let's get into this intro before we completely go off the rails earlier than usual because we always go completely off the rails. So we might as well get into this, a little bit of this before we do. Let's so do it. let's get into this intro, right? You ready? You ready for this? Let's do it. Now. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What'd you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Who are you talking to? I feel like this is our new Joe Biden made a proposal music. Yes. Yeah, I feel like we've now crossed the line. We're not going back. We're not. <laughs> well, well, guys, Joe Biden did it again. <laughs> yeah. It's the slow walk from an explosion music. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. The explosion being the United States of America. It's just going down in flames and we're walking away from it. We're not the ones that lit the fire. We, now I got we didn't start the fire. I was like, just going to say, not, now it. you've gone there to Billy Joel. I did it. I did it. <laughs> we're not the girl that's like standing there that you know lit the fire. Yes. That's, I mean, that's all of them. We're just yeah. the ones that are like... We're the ones sitting there with our coffee cup, the dog meme. That's yeah, just yeah. like, this is fine. Yeah, uh, right. But we're too, this music is, we've gone past the point where this is fine. Yeah, right. This yeah. was is no longer fine. It hasn't been fine for a long time. No, but I think no. so many people have just been that dog sitting there saying, yeah. 
you know, this is fine. Yeah, this is. This, I'm okay with this. But I think more and more people are coming to the fact, yeah. the point where they're just like, no, no, this is not fine. Yeah. Pierce says, "What's good?" I'm not sure yet. We're gonna find out on this episode. Yeah, we got good stuff coming. What is going on, Pierce? I'm not sure if I've met you in person or online or not. I'm not entirely sure who you are, but it's great to have you on the show. What's good is the fact that you're listening to the show. You're listening to it live, and um, however you found us, thank you for supporting us. We're going to get into this because, again, Biden said something stupid. So I'm going to get really distracted now. Now I have my comments up there. Like yeah. before, yeah. I, I kept ignoring the comments. Yeah, because you were able to. And I and I would chime in and be like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, yeah. so and, and But now, yeah, they're going to be in your face. Now i got a plug-in where it's right there on yeah. the screen, and it's just going to be right there, so I'm going to... Yes, but, but really it's an example of us improving ourselves yes, for you. Absolutely. So <laughs> it's more work for me to not be distracted. Right. So let's talk about, let's get rid of this music. Let's talk about this proposal. Let's just let's just start from the beginning yes. and unpack this for what it is okay. or for what it's not, for what they're saying it is at least. Lay it on me. All right, so this is from the Yahoo News. It says the IRS will track all bank transactions over $600 under the Biden plan. And businesses revolt. <laughs> That's a good place to start. I like that. I do, too. It's kind of odd seeing um, Yahoo News kind of take this side against Biden. You, I, I don't know. It, what side does Yahoo News typically take, right or left, or are they just— uh, A little on the left side. So the fact that they're reporting that this is not yeah, necessarily a good happy. thing yeah. says a lot. So I, I see Biden really kind of pissing off both sides lately. Like— yeah. Like he, uh, he he does these things. He makes these proposals. I think he doesn't even like, um, really like he has his sphere of people around him that are making like we talked about his team that's going yeah. around trying to figure out how to sidestep the Constitution, and uh, I think he's not really like going to the far right or the far left and trying. He's just like, yeah, Fuck, and I'm gonna do what I yeah, want. This is this is what what this is what my handlers are telling me. I got to tell you, yeah. <laughs> and this is what and, we're doing. I don't the, care if you like it. The handlers aren't like queuing in the rest yeah, of them. They don't just care. like, dude. What the hell? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's there doing. Oh, she's in. A, you know, she's in on it. Oh, she's yeah. one of his oh, handlers. Yeah, absolutely, she's like she is snorting her coke and like petting her kitty cat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, just like the dance the, my puppet. Yeah. Just like uh, what? What's his name? Uh, Hans. Yes. All right, gonna get into this. Do it. This article, I gotta pull it up so everybody can see it. A major component of President Joe Biden's plan to raise revenue to pay for his trillions of dollars in new federal spending is now under fire from trade associations across the country. The Biden administration has made made clear its plan to beef up IRS auditing by expanding the agency's funding and power. That's just what we need. Let's expand the IRS's power. Uh, that, that's what they need. If, if there was anything that needed more fuel to the fire, it's the IRS. Yeah, <laughs> let's just ramp up the IRS <laughs> being the, they're like their own entity already as yeah. is. Like they, they don't really follow anybody. Yeah, they right. are. And, and, and nobody likes them. No, no nobody. They don't even <laughs> and, and like them. And now they're even more unlikable. They don't even like themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they, they just go home and they're like, Look I in the mirror it. and they're like, shit. <sighs> I work for the IRS. <laughs> it missed. Okay, so it says Biden's, Biden, Biden's latest proposal would require banks to turn over to the IRS 
account information for all accounts holding more than $600. So all you rich folk out there with your $600 plus, right? man, you need to be paying your fair share. Exactly. Because this is just ridiculous. Yeah, people you guys with, are running roughshod. People... Six hundred dollars and more, and yeah. there's there's those of us with five hundred ninety nine dollars in our <laughs> right. account, or five dollars and ninety nine cents in our yeah. account. What that that? Yeah. I mean, this is bullshit. That there's even like, why are there even hundred heirs out there? Right. Exactly. Like, do we that, need hundred heirs? No, no. This is this is what happens when the system gets flipped <laughs> upside down. <laughs> and a sharp pushback against the proposal. More than forty trade associations, some of which represent entire industries or economic sectors, signed a letter to U.S. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, raising the alarm about the plan. Those people there, like <laughs> the the funny thing is when. The funny thing is, you done? I'm done. When you when you bring something in like this and say it's to combat um like tax fraud or right. to combat um money laundering and stuff like that. Yeah. When companies push back or or businesses push back, your immediate or people's immediate reaction that are pro that are for this are like, "Well, you're just mad cuz you're not going to get away with the shit that you've been getting away right. with." Yeah, I mean, you immediately put a target on your head as a money launderer or a tax right, evader yeah, yeah. by because you push back. Oh, you you don't like that people yeah. should pay all their taxes. Right? Yeah, exactly. You must not be paying your taxes, and yeah. that's that's just. Uh, uh, but if you fall from like the libertarian model, taxation is theft. Yes, obviously. So this is even more theft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're an extremist for saying that. Exactly. And now you're on a list. Shit. Thanks. We've been on a list. If we're going to be on a list, we're already on a list. Say. The letter, which includes the support of several banking coalitions, you know, those like yes, the, laundering banking yes, co coalitions, drug dealer. call on Congress to reject the requirement, saying it violates customers' privacy. Ooh. A little bit. And would create an incredibly expensive and elaborate reporting requirement for banks. And how much would that suck if you're a bank? Yeah. You I mean, to, that's insane. You have to report literally everybody. Yeah. A lot of banks, there are not all banks, but s there's banks out there that require you to have a minimum of like $500 in your account. Yeah. So that is basically right. literally yeah. every bank account yeah. out there. Or to open account, I, yeah. I should say. So you have to have almost that full $600 just to open account most of the time. Yeah. So that's literally, they're now having to report on every. Yeah. account that they have basically and yeah. imagine the paperwork good oh, yeah. god like oh, yeah. the end of the year tax season just got so much yeah. harder <laughs> yeah well and i mean you're gonna have to have probably an entire like branch yeah of the bank that's going to be focused on monitoring and reporting these right. transactions <laughs> they're already having a hard enough time hiring people for the yeah, jobs exactly. that they have right? let's add more jobs <laughs> While the stated goal of this vast data collection is to uncover tax dodging by the wealthy, obviously, it's obviously by the wealthy, yes. this proposal is not remotely targeted to that purpose or that population. Yes, exactly. It's not. It's, yeah. it's such a broad net, like dragnet, to try to catch. Like you're you're skimming the whole entire ocean to try to catch yeah. like a certain like rare fish. Right. Right. So you're gonna catch all the fish. Yeah. And like we threw all the fish to try yeah. to find that well, because you're, it'll you're, make it easier to catch that rare fish. You're screwing over all the other fish too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, dude, you're fucking us it's over like, for that on. little fish. 
In addition to the significant privacy concerns, it would create tremendous liability for all affected parties by requiring the collection of financial information for nearly every American without proper explanation of how the IRS will store, protect, and use this tremendous or enormous trove of personal financial information. That's another issue. Who's watching this? Who's keeping an eye on this, keeping hackers? Because Oh, yeah. Hackers constantly try to hack the IRS all the time. So let's just add more information there, more banking information, so that um, we can have more things to potentially lose when the IRS does get hacked. Right, Because. (sighs) And how are they storing it? Because that's mass quantity. Do they have, like, are they getting mass filing cabinets to put this all in now? What they really need is a good AI that can sort through all that. Oh, yes. (laughs) Great. Great idea. We believe this program is costly for all parties, not fit for purpose, and loaded with potential for unintended and serious negative consequences. Goes on to say the un- undersigned association representing a cross-section of financial and business interests right, our, right to express our strong opposition. So there's already pushback for this. Right. As there should be. So some reports indicate that Democrats hope to raise the $600 threshold, but that has not yet materialized. So this, again, leads me to believe that they go, like, all their cards in. Right. Like, all of it on the table. And then to compromise, they, they come back to exactly... It's like a car salesman. Right. You know? Yeah. You, they're, they're little bowling you. Yeah. To make the other side feel like they won. Right. Yeah. So let's put this car at $65,000, and it's only worth, like, forty five, mm. And then the buyer, being ignorant... Right. Comes back and it's like, well, I'll give you fifty eight thousand for it. Just you know, save seven thousand dollars on yeah, it. Yeah. Right. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And they're like, Oh shit, I just I just yeah worked over that salesman and in reality the salesman really got like right. eighteen thousand dollars more than the say, car he was. He just worth. upped his commission. Yes. <laughs> so that's exactly what's happening do here. Do politicians get commission on these things? <laughs> no that they do. The kickbacks, the Oh yeah. The promised jobs, at, like private sector jobs, after they're, they're done being politicians, they have all kinds of kickbacks for working yeah. for the right people, do, making laws for the people mm. that, like, actually have the power, the right. ones that pull the strings. Right. The ones that have so much money, this won't even affect them. <laughs> exactly. Biden proposed giving an extra $80 billion to the IRS earlier this year for auditing, saying the agency would more than make back those funds. House Democrats have so far indicated they plan to fulfill that request. So he promised earlier this year $80 billion yeah. to do this. So it's going to cost at least $80 billion to ramp up. I think it's going to cost more than that. Yeah, I, I would imagine. To to be a fit. As loosely as I can use the word efficient right. at, or effective at this with the government, not efficient, but effective, Yeah, they're going to have to spend a ton of money. And how yeah. much, what were they well, saying? How much were they... Hoping to get back. Well, yeah, they so they estimate with all the money that falls through the cracks that they'll make up four hundred and sixty five billion dollars. And a lot of experts are saying, uh, no, you're not getting anywhere close to that. I don't I don't see it. I think it's just going to cause them to get even sneakier with their money. There's so many loopholes. And that's why I don't understand. It's like there's so many loopholes in the tax. Frickin Trump was bragging about it as he was getting away. You know, with paying zero, and, and Warren Buffett was bragging about it, saying, "Oh, my secretary pays more tax than me." Why don't they close the freaking tax loopholes? Yeah. Well, that's like 
Hillary Clinton was slamming Trump for his tax loopholes, and yeah. he's like, this was your state. Yeah, right. You made these tax laws that I, I took <laughs> advantage of. It's you and not- Bill have this, are doing the same thing. We have the same accountant. <laughs> <laughs> says there's 99% compliance rate on wages because wage earners get their earnings reported to the IRS. So because of our W-2s, right. all our stuff is pretty much like most of our, our earnings right. are reported to the IRS yeah. for us. Like right. we don't even have to do it. They do it right. for us. Yeah. It says a fact sheet says was handed out by the White House to lawmakers to sell them on the plan. But super wealthy who get their income from unreported sources are able to hide their income and avoid paying the tax they owe. In fact, each year the top 1% chooses not to pay more than $160 billion in taxes. So we're trying to gain back that top 1%'s $160 billion by paying over $80 billion. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I mean, you said, what, $415 billion or something? Uh, $465 billion. So where's... Uh, and, and, well, yeah, and it, it, you know, I don't know where they're getting these numbers. I, I don't know either. But they say the top one percent makes what, like twenty percent, the top twenty percent of right. the money or something yeah. like that. So if the top one percent's, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the I don't know math. They're really going after, like you said, the ones that that's not you know um, being reported. So the the the, um, the Venmo people, you know, that get mm-hmm. paid. It's the it's the teenage babysitters, you know, the kid that mows the lawns, you know, that's gonna get screwed. It's the it, <laughs> right. it's the OnlyFans girls. It's the the prostitutes. Shit, I didn't even think about the OnlyFans. <laughs> I know, right? Damn, damn it. Well, they they don't get to do the things that the OnlyFans girls get to do anymore anyway. No, so they do. They reversed it. Oh, they reversed it. Oh, I didn't. Maybe I did. Not I, that I, I pay attention I, to I, it. I, right. Obviously. <laughs> Republicans on the House Ways and Means Committee have scheduled a virtual roundtable Wednesday entitled Weaponization of the IRS. Oh, wow. I'm glad they title their roundtables. Title is so (laughs) very dramatic, too. I wonder if they're going to have a task force. They will. (laughs) A sordid history of the need for taxpayer protections. That's the the subtitle. They even have a subtitle of the roundtable. Wow. These guys are, they probably have a whole committee just to do that. Just to name the round table. <laughs> and it's not even a real round table. It's a virtual round table. Right, yeah. It's not even, yeah. So they don't even get to sit That's around a bullshit. freaking round table. The meetings will highlight the efforts of congressional Democrats to nearly double the size of the IRS. And that's the problem I have is, right? Like, we're, we're concerned about needing to, like, this all stems from needing to fund his endless yeah, freaking. $3.5 trillion infrastructure Yeah, bill. just his money print. Yeah. His money printer, his endless like freaking cash grab. Yeah. Instead of like cutting back on spending to pay for yeah. some of this shit, let's double the size of one of the bigger government yeah. ent- entities that we have and pay them. Yeah. All of them salaries, the overhead, the, the what they're gonna have to have software, yeah. they're gonna have to have Major secure like cyber security. Yeah, right, they're gonna have to have like a like a, a data data collection farm somewhere to mm-hmm. hold all this information. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you ever been in a data farm? Yes, it's yes. fucking huge. Yeah, I went to one on Microsoft, like one of five Microsoft data farms in Des Moines. I worked at. I think from one end to the other was two miles. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. And we're talking all of everybody. Data with over six hundred dollars. Yeah. So everybody. Right. right. How many millions of people are there in the world? Uh, in the world. Or not the world. Though. Oh, in the, the, uh, the three hundred and fifty-six million. million. Yeah. So 
A lot. Yeah. A lot of data yes. being transferred. Yeah. So it goes on to say, this isn't the only business community criticism to be levied at the $3.5 trillion bill in recent days. I don't really care about the rest, but I'll read um, what the U.S. Chamber of Commerce said about, because the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is condemning this bill. Weren't, oh, they, weren't they like getting like all cozy with the Chamber of Commerce for a yeah, while there? Right. Like, well, just... it was when it was all about creating jobs and stuff, yeah. and now it's... And now it's about like yeah, I think the PPP stuff. The the Chamber of Commerce is oh, like, wow, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. really good. This will help out businesses. It says, so they said this reconciliation bill, the trill three trillion dollar bill or whatever, is effectively a hundred bills in one, representing every big government idea that's ever been able, that's never been able to pass in Congress. So all these bills the, that they've never been able scares to scares the shit out of me. Let's wrap it up in yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, how many thousands of pages do you think this one's oh, going to be? Oh, God, I can't even imagine. How I much mean, shit can they... I, they should have, like we talk about term limits for Congress, they should have page limits for they the bills. They should, yeah. If you can't get through it in a night, yeah. then... If you can't read it... You can't, we're not going to pass it. If you cannot read it before it comes up for vote, yeah. you should not be able to they, vo allowed they, to vote on it. And they should give like a, a written exam on what's in the bill. And anybody who can't pass it, they can't vote on it. I want an oral <laughs> book report. Exactly. <laughs> From all <laughs> members of Congress. Like, if you can't do that, you're not allowed to vote yeah. for this bill. Because right. you should not be allowed yeah. to approve something you don't know what the fuck's in there. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is mega bill. Yes. <laughs> says, this bill is an existential threat to the America's fragile economy re or economic recovery and future prosperity. We will not find durable, practical solutions in one massive bill that is equivalent to more than twice the combined budgets of all 50 states. That's insane. Wow. That just blows my mind. The success of the bipartisan infrastructure negotiation provides a much better model for how Congress should pre proceed in addressing America's problems. <laughs> so people are pissed off about this. Yeah, As they should yeah, be. Uh, absolutely. So, and, and you know, I guarantee most of the stuff is not stuff people are even asking for. You know, <laughs> like the the uh, the government paid preschool and and the government paid co uh, community college. And yeah, it's, it's I mean, like, it all comes down to it's just a money funnel. It is, and, and that's all it. And like you said, all these uh, all these politicians are going to get kickbacks, mm -hmm. and they're going to make bank on this. That I guarantee that is not going to be seen by the IRS. <laughs> no. No, it won't. So, yeah, that that's another thing to me. When do do the poli is politicians' income is that taxable income? Because that's paid by taxes. Do they tax the tax money? That's a great question. I'm gonna look that up. You look that up. Well, I I get into this. There's more pushback going on. Lot like lots of pushback on both sides. Like I said, yeah, as there should be. So this one's from Fox Business. I got a couple articles to get through, and then we'll we'll actually talk about this. It's not okay. going to just be reading articles, so bear with me. This one's titled, Biden's IRS Bank Account Snooping Plan. I like that. Snooping Plan. Faces mounting opposition. Biden's plan would give the IRS enormous amount of new information to manage. <laughs> and that's bad enough. Just, just the fact that it's giving them shit to manage. Because they can't manage the shit that they already have. Yes, it is taxable. That's weird to me. Yeah. How do you tax tax money? Yeah. <laughs> How do you So then where does that tax money go? <laughs> it's an endless rabbit hole of taxes. Banks are pushing back against a proposed proposal from Biden's administration that could force them to turn over customers' account information to the IRS. Under the plan, we don't have to 
go through this this first part because it talks about um, reporting customers' account inflow and outflow of $600 or more. So it's not just bank accounts that have. It's inflow and outflow of $600 right. or more, right, like right. I said. Like, yeah, so like I get paid. It goes into my bank account. I transfer the money over to my wife's account so she can pay bills. Mm. All that stuff will be tracked. Yep. Says White House has estimated the policy, which would apply to bank, loan, and investment accounts. So not just your your checking account, like right. all your accounts. Oh, yeah. My savings, accounts, too. Loan accounts. It's like, oh, we're going to take out of our savings to pay for these windows, and it's all that will get monitored. Yep. It could generate, like you said, about $463 billion in additional revenue over the next decade. The measure, if Congress approves it, the to, next decade, yeah, so ten that, years. So it's going to take ten years for them to come up with that four hundred sixty-three <laughs> billion dollars. Ridiculous. I so, mean, that just seems like such a waste of money. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and you know, this is going to get probably get overturned as soon as the next guy comes oh, yeah. in office. Yeah, so or it won't even be fulfilled. Flips. No, yeah, they'll just get as much data as they can in yeah. the next four years. Yep, and then nothing will fucking happen. Yeah. Yeah, a Republican will come in, and he's like, yeah, we're not going to do that or anymore. Or a Republican will realize, oh, you know, it's really good to have uh, everybody's probably, data. Probably, because it wasn't a Trump that suggested this to begin with. I don't, I don't fucking remember. I think it's a Trump guy that's kind of supporting this. Probably. If Congress approves it, the measure... Uh, it says, the measure, if Congress approves it to fund Biden's sweeping $3.5 family and climate change plan, would give the IRS an enormous amount of new information. And it's funny that he's saying that this is going to fund that $3.5 right. because it's only half a trillion, yeah. not uh, even half a trillion The math dollars. doesn't quite add up. <laughs> well, I saw a, a tweet that Biden posted that yeah. said his spending plans are going to raise the national debt by $0. I saw that, yeah. It's like... Wait, what? Based on what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where are you getting this money? Why from? are then? Why are they so concerned about raising the debt ceiling? Then that's why they're selling Hunter's paintings. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that. Actually, that's I figured in you the would. notes. <laughs> I got everything. Everything's covered. But yes, I don't know how it's gonna amount to zero dollars. I couldn't do that math. That, that's that's DC math. That's what they call that. And it, I'm it, still it's more than Common Core. Like we have. I think was it Yellen that came out and yes. said if we don't raise the debt ceiling, none of the shit's gonna oh, work. Yeah, yeah. None of this is gonna fly if we don't. Yeah. So why do we need to oh. raise the debt ceiling if this yeah. is gonna raise I, the debt? I, I already see the accusations that that the government won't be funded because they can't agree on anything. I think they're already and, talking and, about yeah. it actually. And then I think they're blaming the Republicans and, and oh, all they that ha- stuff. they'll blame everyone. They'll oh, blame they us. Oh no, yeah, we will. The, all right. So it goes on to say banks, banks, banks. <laughs> Banks. What a typo. <laughs> banks, banks say the plan would increase <laughs> compliance costs and add to the already existing burden in the industry f- that the industry faces over information to the government. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. already have to right. send so much reporting to the IRS. Yeah. That's already a burden. Yeah. And I'm going to get into some of that stuff, too. Like, the policies that already exist where they're yeah. digging their grubby little fingers into our information yeah. already, in the same name... Of combating fraud, tax fraud, combating um, money laundering mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like they already have things in place for this, and they can't do that right. Right. Yeah. So let's add to that yeah. to make it more work and more confusing for the IRS. Yeah, and for the banks and yes. for the businesses and everybody yeah. involved. Right. In a letter addressed to the speaker, Nancy Pelosi and Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, more than forty banks urged lawmakers to vote against the proposal. 
Did I talk about that? I talked about that in the last one, yes. kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Ta- it warns that it could create a tremendous liability for all involved by requiring collection of financial information for the majority of Americans without proper explanation of how the IRS will store it, protect it, and use the enormous trove of personal financial information. Hence your questions. Yes. So that's a very key thing there. Not only are we worried about like the information getting hacked and stolen and mm-hmm. storage and stuff, who is liable for that if it does? Right. Yeah. It, it's the same shit like if, if I get the vaccine and, and I get sick and die. Yeah. Who's liable? Right. I mean, the drug companies aren't. No. The yeah. government's not, obviously. Yeah. So I'm just left with that bill. Yeah. Who's left with the bill when the hackers come in and yeah. hack the IRS? Is the IRS going to... Is, I mean, how much do they guarantee? Oh, I, 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 none of it, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's collateral damage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oops, sorry, guys. Sorry, um, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad, bro. Yeah, but, but you know what? You're going to get a tax credit for this. <laughs> <laughs> this proposal would create significant operational and reputational challenges reputation. for, for financial institutions. Increased tax preparation costs for individuals. Oh, gosh. I, oh, man. I we already have enough tax preparation oh, costs. That gives me a headache just thinking about it. And small businesses... Still thinking about buying that business, Bill? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want me to bring that up? <laughs> yeah, go, go. Yeah, go ahead. My yeah. Well. So, yeah, that's one of the things I saw is that uh, S corp businesses will be affected the most by this, which mm-hmm. is uh, sole proprietorships, um, and which is small businesses, which is the business I'm looking at buying. And everybody I talk to as a small business owner, they're like, yeah, I mean, they just the way they shuffle cash around, you know, the way they 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 get things paid off. I mean, they're they're the ones that are being targeted by this the most. So mm-hmm. I really think that this is another grab to go after small businesses, kind of like how we talked about a little bit with like the PPP stuff. Yeah. Because... Like put unnecessary burden, like so right. much burden on the small business yeah. because they're the ones that aren't going to bounce back as quickly. Yeah. And they're... It's going to... Like, it's going to... A burden affects small yeah. more than it does big. So yes, you you can say all you want. You're going after the tr- multi billionaires, yeah. But it's going to affect the small, the the little guy the most. Yeah. So small town Joe, right, does nothing, but really fuck over the little guy. Right. Yeah. Like he's all about the middle class and the lower class and building from the the bottom up or, and whatever. But all yeah. these policies affect the little guy the most because uh, even a small burden on. A little company is so much oh, yeah. more proportionately to than yeah. a kind of pain in the ass to a big giant yeah. and, and and paying an accountant to do their taxes is one of the bigger things that most small companies are paid that that's one of their biggest um, overhead costs overheads yeah, yeah exactly so now now they really got to watch their ass mm-hmm. and things that accountants have told them in the past to do to maybe help them you know get by and make a little extra money work because, around things right work around things is going to be monitored to shit by mm-hmm. the IRS now. Yep. So so it really won't pay off at all to have a small business. No, and I that's probably what they're going for. Oh, there I'm is sure it definitely is. seems to be a war on private businesses, especially the small oh, absolutely. private businesses. Yeah. You saw it with the lockdowns mm-hmm. because all the small businesses had to shut down, but all right. the big businesses were essential. Yeah. yeah. And now we're seeing it with this, this yeah. overburdening mm-hmm. of the S-Corps, the small businesses. Yeah. So let's get back into this a little bit. 
So it goes on to say, banks already report millions of transactions a day to financial crimes enforcement network for any transaction that exceeds $10,000. And I'm going to talk about that, mm -hmm. how they're already reporting on transaction 10000 or more, because that is shady and shitty. And if you're not worried about this, listen to the second half of the show. I'm going to tell you why you should be worried about this, because there's so much shade and shit in mm -hmm. that $10,000 um, the the whole thing that they have to report all the reporting for that so yeah um make sure you stick around for the second half because we usually get into the juicier yeah, stuff in right. the second half yeah. it, the, just more of the meat dangle the carrot in front of you to get you to stay a little yeah. longer Th this is kind of more like a background mm -hmm. privacy concerns are cited as one of the top reasons why individuals choose not to open financial accounts and participate in the financial system the banks wrote, this proposal will almost certainly undermine efforts to reach vulnerable populations in unbanked households. Yeah, imagine the people that already save their cash under their mattress because oh, they yeah. don't trust the banks. <laughs> yeah. And then tell them, oh, yeah, and everything you, you put in there, we're going to report that oh, to the yeah. IRS. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm not going to get oh, a bank and, account. I, and I've seen all over the place lately people saying, get your money out of there now. But we had a whole episode on the war on cash. Yes. So that's... What's going to have to happen, they're going to have to get rid of cash yeah. in order to really make this effective. Oh, absolutely. Because so many people are just going to have tra cash transactions after this. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like I even told you, I think this afternoon, or maybe I said it on the weekend wrap-up episode, that it's just like, I'll pay my bills and pull everything out in cash, and they can just see yeah. how sad my life is be paying these <laughs> bills. And then the IRS agent that's monitoring my account will want to kill himself <laughs> maybe i just did the world a favor <laughs> that's horrible but true the white house has defended the plan saying it requires banks and financial institutions to provide a little bit of high level information it's just a little bit of high yeah just a, just a little bit of high level information we're not taking all of it no no just the important stuff to the IRS on account flows in order to give the agency more information about wealthy Americans earning from investments and business activities. Bull shit. It's not to give them more information about wealthy Americans. Yeah. It's to give them as much information as they can get from all Americans. Yeah. Every one of us. Yeah. It cl has clarified that banks will not have to report individual transactions to the IRS yet, or that they're telling us. Right. But rather, basic high-level information on account inflows and outflows. Imagine a—so th this is the memo. This is the administration's memo. We love memos. We like memos. Imagine like memo. a taxpayer who reports $10,000 of income but has a million dollars of flows in and out of their bank account. The administration said in the memo— Having this summary information will help flag for the IRS when high-income people underreport their income— how many people with $600 in their account are flowing a million dollars in and out of their bank account? <laughs> so if that is your reasoning yeah. to catch those people, then why the $600? Mm -hmm. Like, where did that number come from? Right. Like, that is the broadest net you could possibly fucking do. Yeah. And I can see how they're like, well, a lot of times people, like billionaires, millionaires, or whatever, split it up into different banks and move shit around in smaller right. numbers. We mentioned this yesterday on the Weekend Wrap-Up. Those people 
can't process six hundred dollars in their yeah, head. Right. They will never have yeah. a bank account with six hundred dollars. Can you imagine yeah. moving a million dollars, six hundred dollars mm-hmm. at a time? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they they six hundred dollars. They they don't even get out of bed to, for for a piece of bacon that costs less than six hundred dollars. I mean, literally, six hundred dollars could literally fall out of their pocket. and They'd be like, oh, yeah, it's not worth it. Uh, my back, my back, kind of tense today. I, I'll just leave that there. <laughs> Somebody will to pick eat, it up. And the bill is $300, and they just be like, um, just uh, I'll, I'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is urging Representative, Representative Richard Neal, the chairman of the Tax Writing House Ways and Means Committee, to include the full proposal to beef up. So this pressure's come down from Janet Yellen. That's oh, where this, Does that surprise this you, though? This is where this is, because she's the one that was like, we need to beef up um, the IRS enforcement yeah. of this. And it says, um, including the full, so it says she's urging to include the full proposal to beef up the IRS enforcement as it crafts the $3.5 trillion spending package. So she's urging that this be included in oh, that $3.5 trillion of spending. So, but I mean, she's, she's somebody who is so against auditing the Fed. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? <laughs> but no, that we want one, to monitor your bank accounts. That's one thing that drives me insane is they're all about hey we got to have the transparency yeah. of the mon- the finances oh, yeah. to to account for everybody everybody can be held accountable and yeah. everything gets paid for but they're not willing to yeah. have transparency of their own yeah. goddamn money and yeah. where it goes yep and yep. that pisses me off more than anything it's like if you want transparency fine yeah. open up your goddamn checkbook and your right. accounts and let us see where your money's going yeah absolutely you should be able to go online and see everything congress people buy and sell well, you can go. There are websites where you can go to any publicly traded company and see yeah. all their financial reports for the entire year. Yeah. But we can't get that kind of information for our own damn government. Right. Yes, they have reports that we can see, but you know. Oh yeah. That yeah. it's not transparent. Right. Yeah. You know it's. Yeah. It's just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's. A salary as a congressperson is what, like sixty thousand a year, seventy thousand a oh, year. Oh, more than that. It's like one hundred thirty. Is it one hundred thirty? Well, I guess she's been around for eighty years. Well, they so. all make the same, but I think it's like in the over a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, really? I'm I didn't think. Sure. I didn't think they made that much. Well, then they get on committees and stuff. I was going to say, they yeah, make yeah. Extra, well, they get bonuses. Yeah, and, yeah. And, so, you know. but I know like their base is all the yeah. same, but I think it's like over a hundred thousand bucks. Really? But, um, and then you have, like, people like. Anthony Fauci making more than the freaking president. Right. Well, he's making like he is the 460 the million dollars a year. So, talk about transparency. So, it says she argued that enhancing powers along with additional resources are required to shrink the tax gap, the shortfall between what's owed and what's paid. So, that's the whole plan to shrink that tax gap so they can fund this 3 and a half trillion. So, she's basically threatening like this ain't gonna work. This three and a half trillion that you say is gonna cost zero dollars isn't gonna work unless we beef up enforcement and we right. start getting back what's ours. You know? Yeah. You know all that like the money that the government earned from us from exactly. our hard work, our hard slave labor. What you looking up? How much uh, Congress makes Nancy Pelosi been in office for twenty eight years during which she earned one hundred and ninety three thousand dollars a year. Okay. So maybe 
like I said, maybe I think each like billet, like being Speaker of the House, comes with like a tack on. <laughs> but I think like the the baseline for members of the House all yeah. make the same. And then if you get those like higher billets, they throw in a little extra. That makes sense. Like fifty thousand more dollars or something stupid shit like that. Uh, apparently, though, uh, according to uh, Pelosi filed a report uh, that she's uh, about forty million in the hole currently. Nancy Pelosi is? Yes. Oh, poor thing. But some estimates are that she's worth $251 million. Good God. Well, her husband does a lot of oh, well, insider trading makes, with her. Okay, it says uh, members uh, in 1987, members were paid 89000 a year. In 87? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I think they make like roughly like 130000 Okay. is what I looked up. Today, a speaker Pelosi earns $223,000 a year. Holy shit. So she makes an extra $100,000 yeah. on top. So it's it's good to be a public servant. Yeah, it's good for that, and um, they can make laws to, you know, dig their grubby little mitts into oh, yeah. our bank yeah, accounts, so they can keep their and kickbacks. So and they they can make their their two hundred yeah. some plus thousand insider dollars. training. Oh yeah. wait, oh Halliburton's getting that contractor bill. Yeah, let's let's put uh, about uh, fifty thousand on uh, right. Halliburton. So so you're seeing pushback from both. Republicans and Democrats on this whole thing. Because there's this one from Bloomberg. It's not going to barely let me read it, and I don't want to read all the way through it either. But it says the Democrats, like I said, are, are coming to a deal to right, push that back 10, to 10000 uh, because a lot of them are not happy with this either. It says that some people, some of them might actually vote for this if they push it up, but it, some of them aren't voting for it because— it is what it is. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's not going to work. Yeah. Well, it, they got to go after the, the greedy rich people. It says the Democratic aide said the discussions currently are focused on raising the threshold to $10,000, but cautioned that this still is tentative and could change. The idea is one of dozens of tax proposals that Democrats are currently considering to fund $3.5 trillion bill to invest in climate programs, child care, and education. White House proposal to give the IRS more visibility into the deposits and outflows of many bank account owners has run into heavy lobbying from banks. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Resistance from Republicans and some Democrats who are concerned that it'll give the IRS too much of taxpayers' personal data. There are some people on both sides, well, that that say the right things that we agree with. But it probably is, oh, shit, I better... I better start moving my money around. It's yeah, probably like, more along that like, yeah, exactly. oh, I'm going to get caught with my <laughs> pants may, down maybe, here. Maybe we can stall this by saying 10000 and <laughs> while that's going on, I can shift some money yes. over. If, if we just push this back a little bit, yeah. and then maybe we'll change it again. So we we got to figure out how to work our way around this. They're like, wait, does he, does he realize what he's doing? <laughs> he's fucking us all over. Says you, uh, Neil says, that White House person, Neil says, you want to make sure, I can't remember, not White House, the, the Congress guy, isn't it? I think he was the minority. Yeah, the minority leader. You want to make sure it doesn't hit the unintended. You don't want to hit people at the lower end. Even $10,000 is the lower end, in my opinion. Like, yeah, When I, you're I talking would agree. about catching yeah. like quadrillionaires, $10,000 yeah. is still really low. I was going to say, $10,000, you are still going to hit small business owners. They're actually using correct, like, data and statistic words here to make sense. It says more a more narrowly targeted proposal could help win over, would be better. They're saying narrower is better, because remember yeah. we've talked about how they're like, 
yeah. on the opposite side of statistics, right. and they're always saying how, I don't know. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. But this says, the narrowly targeted proposal could help win over support from Democrats who have been hesitant to back the plan. The idea was excluded from an initial House version of the tax bill, partly because lawmakers couldn't reach an agreement on it. So they're tailoring a proposal on it. Like I said, the $10,000 is what they're looking more at. Than and like you said, they're saying the right things. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's all smoke, it's and, all smoke and mirrors, yes. Yeah, like we learned with the red flag rule or law yet the other day. But I do find it interesting that both sides are hesitant on this. When, well, how could they not be? Right, yeah. I mean, most of their, their, um, the, their donations are going to come from small business owners that are right. supporting or not supporting. And I mean that's that's money, you know. I mean, if they're donating six hundred dollars to a, a, a campaign, that's going to flag and on the IRS. Most campaign donations have to be under a certain threshold right. too, so that's going to have all of their campaign donations is that, is, reported on. I was going to say, is that threshold ten thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's less than that, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly, but right. that's going to flag a lot of campaign donations, especially mm-hmm. at that six hundred dollar. No, yeah threshold so how does this help catch the bad guy how does this help catch the billionaires and the quadrillionaires it it doesn't it doesn't like like i talked about the the one sparkly fish that we're trying to catch so we catch all the fish to catch the one yes you do catch that one but then you have to weed through all the ugly fish to Mm -hmm. get to the sparkly fish yeah and nobody's going there's no resources in the world that could weed through 300 million do- people's reports to find the yeah. one guy if that were the case that was the IRS's job in the first place was to weed through the 300 million of us to catch the yeah. people who are evading taxes yeah that's why they were put there to begin with yeah. and they didn't do it successfully then so let's find another way to weed through the same 300 million people and catch that one guy that's evading taxes. Yeah, and and hoping it adds up to $465 billion. (laughs) Hope so. (laughs) A little closer to that three and a half. Well, we we got (laughs) $35,000, but we're confident if we keep going. (laughs) (laughs) $35,000. Wow. (laughs) That's not even like one one person's pay that they put on staff. So all this comes straight from the American Families Plan. You remember the child tax? Yeah, the credit. one everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get six hundred dollars a month now because of this." So that's awesome. Well, and remember, even Biden stood up and was like at his oh yeah town hall thing. With, what's that one guy dude's name that was talking to him? Um, I can't think. Wait, of which it. one? The black guy that was like. <laughs> Feeding him, like, no, what oh, you, oh, what oh, you yeah. really meant. Was it Don Lemon? Yes, Don yeah, Lemon. Yeah, yeah. I'm Don Lemon. Well, no, what you really meant to say was. Yeah. But remember, the, there was that restaurant owner that stood up yeah. and he's like, what do I do about this, this, and that? And then he's just like, basically said nothing to him. And he's like, but guys, I'm giving you $500 a month. And right, everybody's yeah. like, woo, $500 yeah. a month. And, and all we need to do is peek into your, your bank accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Here's your $500. Yeah. I'll take your data now. Yeah. I, I know everything about you. And everybody's yep. like, eh, it's $500 yeah. a month. It's money. Yeah. We talked about this with, back in the early days of our show, the stimulus bill. It's like, yeah, eh, just give this this up to mm-hmm. them for I mean, our it, safety, for our, what was it, $1,200 Oh, yeah, 1200 Yep. Give, yeah. It, give it up your freedom for $1,200. Now think of $500, yeah. but every month. Well, yeah. I mean, And it was for, what, like six months, but- 
this three and a half trillion dollars includes permanently giving that. That's extending yeah. it indefinitely. It's no longer going to be a temporary thing. Indefinitely. And that's what's going to sell people on it. It's like, mm. oh, shit, five, 500. Yeah. And free school? Yeah, right, right. Oh, free, and free, free child care? And, and community college? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just take all my information. That's oh, yeah. fine. So this is just a little information about the proposed American Families Plan, that, that plan that included all that the, shit the that mega we just bill. talked about. The mega bill. This is just part of the mega bill. This is the $1.8 trillion oh, part okay. of the $3.5 trillion. Gotcha. So we got the— It's a sub-mega bill. Yeah, well, we got the $1.8 trillion family plan, and we got the other side, which was climate. the infrastructure and climate right. stuff. So <clears throat> there's just a couple things in here I wanted to point out just to, to remind you all sure, sure. of what this is. So it says, the Biden administration Wednesday, this was back in April. So this is how far back this goes. This is what we missed by yes. hearing, oh, $500 a month. Right. We missed some of this shit. The Biden administration back then detailed a $1.8 trillion collection of spending increases and in tax cuts that seeks to expand access to education, reduce the cost of child care, and support women in the workforce, financed by additional taxes on high earners. That's that's where this is coming yes, from. We we are the high earners. <laughs> the proposal includes one trillion dollars in new spending and eight hundred billion in tax credits, much of which is aimed at expanding access to education and child care. The package includes financing for universal pre K. So we talked about how he was gonna do mm -hmm. the two years on one side and the two years on the other side. So preschool and kindergarten, yeah, and then two community years college. community college. Package includes financing universal pre-K, a federal paid leave program, efforts to make child care more affordable, free community college for all, aid for students at colleges that historically serve non-white communities, expand subsidies under the Affordable Care Act, and an extension of new federal efforts to fight poverty. So all those things were included. Beautiful. Scroll on down. See how, how they plan to pay for this. First of all, the president is proposing an increase in the marginal income tax rate at the top 1% of American income earners to 39.6% from 37%. That's, I mean, that's 2.6%. That don't sound yeah. like much. No. But when you're talking about $100 billion, that's, right. that's pretty considerable. That's a lot, which, yeah. But that's I, still not $600. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is the first part is yeah. increasing the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, percentage for uh, for tax margins. Right. He would increase capital gains and dividend tax rates for those who earn more than a million dollars a year. And he would eliminate a provision in the tax code that reduces capital gains on some inherited assets like vacation homes that largely benefit the wealthy. So, looking at the top there. Yeah. Here's the part that we missed. Yes. Mr. Biden would also invest $80 billion. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. $80 billion in personnel and technology enhancements for the IRS in hopes of netting $700 billion in additional revenues oh. from high earners, wealthy individuals, and corporations that evade taxes. So now it went from the $465 billion right. to set. They were, the, back then, they were a little more ambitious. Oh, yeah. They right. were looking to recover $700 billion. Well, $700 billion sounds better. So this <laughs> here was pretty big because yeah. it just said, hey, we're going to throw $800 yeah. billion dollars to. To beef up the IRS. Yeah. And now we got to pay the piper. Right. Because now is when he comes out. And he's like, you remember when I said that? Mm -hmm. What I meant was we're going to put our grubby little fingers in all your bank accounts. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to spend $80 billion to ramp up the IRS to have more people to stick their grubby mitts in your in your bank accounts. Yeah. So that's what we missed in all this. Okay. Even us, we missed that. And we're pretty good at finding the bullshit. Yeah. And, but right. when there's so much of it. Uh, and there it was a lot of bullshit. And it wasn't... It wasn't us being like, oh, good, we're getting right, $500. Yeah. We're just like, eh, what's he coming yeah, back exactly. for? Yeah, <coughs> right. Well, yeah. there it is. That's what he's coming back for. Thank you. I'll take your personal data now and whatever yeah. they want to do with it. Yeah, here's like, your check. Yeah. Like, how how much can you do with all that? Like, there's, there's like, you think it's just to... Um, like, it's just an evasion of your data. It's just like selling... Like, Facebook just sold your yeah. data. But what does that give them access to? And what? Well, how much power? Like, if if you give them a little, they take yeah. a month. Give well, them an inch, they take a month. But it's just like, say that um, you you get your taxes back, and you're getting like say fifteen hundred, right? Mm-hmm. But but you you owe you owe about a thousand on your student loans, right? Or yeah. say you owe seventeen hundred on your student loans, right? Now, not only are you not getting that money back. Can they now take two hundred out of your bank account because it's there? I mean, are you going to go into your bank account one time and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What, what happened to this three hundred dollars?" Well, oh, well, you owe the IRS, yeah, and so they decide to go in and take it and just save you the paperwork. Well, they, I mean, they already um, garnish your wages if well, you owe exactly. student loans. Yeah. They already don't give back um, your overpaid income right. taxes if you owe student loans. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. But but this gives them even more access to your bank account. Yeah. So not only are you not getting what you're expecting to get, because you never find out about it until you look at and find out that you didn't get the money, and then you call the IRS, and they're like, oh, yeah, you owe money. So yeah. we're, we garnish that for yeah. you. And they always they always start digging when, when they start doing mm-hmm. proposals like this. Like I remember my brother said last year that – last year the year before that Illinois was hurting pretty bad. So Illinois – had this thing where you had to prove that you were owed, like, back tax, oh, like really? a, a refund. Like, oh. you had to basically to do their it? job for them yeah. to prove that Screw they that. owed you the money or you didn't owe them mm. money or something. So you had to basically do their job for them. And, like, you had to basically bend over backwards to get your yeah. money back. And so, you know, once things, they start, like, ramping up the spending, yeah. they start taking for a little money. So... Um, it would not surprise me if it goes way beyond that. Yeah. This isn't like everybody's outraged about this, but this isn't new. Yeah. Like this government, like like banks reporting your shit isn't new. I wanted to talk. We're, we're real quick about to get into break. We're about due for break already. Can you believe that? We're already almost due for a break. I know. That's fast. I want to talk about the Bank Secrecy Act of 1970. And that's the one that we had mentioned. Well, you already have to report if you right. sp- if you spend over $10,000 or make it more than $10,000 transaction. Yeah. So you automatically have to report that to the government. Okay. So I just want to highlight what the, that is real quick because afterwards, after the break, I want to come back and tell you how shitty that turned, yeah. how, the, how shitty the IRS made that into or used that for exploitation and stuff. So... I want to talk about what that is, then we'll come back and talk about the juicy stuff afterwards. So this is my favorite, Wikipedia, because I get all my information, and you should too, (laughs) get all your information from Wikipedia, because it's the most reliable source. So this is just the Wikipedia article for the Bank Secrecy Act. 
says the BSA, or the Bank Secrecy Act, was originally passed by the U.S. Congress in 1970 and signed by President Richard Nixon um, on October 26, 1970. You want want to know the irony of that, the fact that Richard Nixon signed that? What's that? They caught the money laundering from the Nixon scandal. Watergate. Because of this act. That's funny. So he signed a law that basically sealed his demise. That's awesome. That, that's the irony of this. So That's how they should all be. That's the one funny part of yeah. all of this. If you if you got to find something to laugh at, that's it right there. <laughs> it says, shortly after the passage, several groups attempted to have the courts rule the law unconstitutional, claiming it violated both Fourth Amendment rights against unwarranted search and seizure and, our fifth, president. and Fifth Amendment rights of due process. So... I'm going to talk about this later. Of does this violate your Fourth Amendment rights of unnecessary search and seizure? They said those same things about this back then. Yeah. Do you know what the court said? Nope. Nah. <laughs> Several cases were combined before the Supreme Court in California Bankers Association versus Schultz. Who's Schultz? Mm-hmm. Uh, Four sixteen U.S. twenty one, which ruled that the act did not violate the Constitution. That's it. What was their basis? I don't know. I mean, was Jen yeah, just, Psaki on, on the... Yes, <laughs> like, uh, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, for the ruling of whether or not this is constitution constitutional, my explanation for that is no. <laughs> no, it's not. Next, next, next case. Qu- next case. Next case. <laughs> Until the 80s, there was a prolonged period of inaction. So a lot of financial institutions said, didn't didn't do it right but then like mid 80s um most of them eventually complied to the reporting requirements because they probably could start getting slapped right with fi- hefty fines and shit it's been amended several times including in title three of our favorite patriot act so it got Ooh. amended in the patriot act gotta love that yes but there is a reason why they amended it there well, of course because they kind of dropped the ball Around 9-11. And I'll talk about that in the second half, too. There's okay. that. There's another carrot. Which amended the BSA to require financial institutions to establish anti-money laundering programs by establishing internal policies, procedures, and controls, designating compliance officers, providing ongoing employee training, and testing their programs through independent audits. So now, not only do the banks and such have to go through all the procedures of reporting it, Thanks to the Patriot Act, they now also have to have their own internal policies, their own compliance officers, their own employee training, their own independent auditing. Hmm. So talk about financial burden. Right. Yeah. How much does that put a burden on small banks? There was an attempt to include another amendment in 2018. This this is the one I want to – this one that I said we'll talk about that in a minute. It was an attempt to include another amendment in 2018 called the Illicit Arts and Antiquities Antiquities Trafficking Prevention Act. As the name implies, it was aimed its aim was to restrict illegal trafficking of art in the United States, which has the highest rate of money laundering in the world. Really? Art is huh. the highest rate of money laundering. Who wow. do we think of when we think of Hunter art? Biden? Wow. The funny thing is, $350,000 a painting. When we reported on that, yeah. without reading it, oh, without knowing we both anything, went there. Yeah. without knowing any of this, we're like, 
how easy would it be to la yeah. mon launder money through art because it's priceless? You can't yeah. say this ain't worth three hundred fifty yeah. million dollars. Yeah. Nobody can come and be like, nah, that sucks. That's a right. shitty painting. Because how many shitty paintings yeah. do you see that? All of them. But yeah, they're all <laughs> all of them are shitty paintings. Yeah. Like the Mona Lisa is a shitty painting, yeah. right. and it's how much do you think that's worth? Oh, priceless. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. It's priceless. You can charge whatever you want. You can sell this million dollar painting to oh some. Some business guy in like China or, or like Mumbai or yeah, what wherever and get the money for it and be yeah. like, no, that was money for that painting, right? Right. When it was really money for whatever right. illicit activities you're doing. Yeah. So we didn't even know that art had the highest rate of money yeah. laundering in the world, but right. we said that that would be an excellent way to launder yes. money. If I was gonna launder money, I would I would do a shitty painting. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I wanted to sidetrack there. So while we're talking about Hunter Biden and his shitty paintings, and, shitty paintings and the that's probably why they they squelched this oh, um, amendment. Sure. And they're just like, no, because Hunter Biden's painting. So <laughs> no, we're not going to pass that one. Um, but while we're talking about Biden's money laundering, I got to mention the fact that Joe Biden owes as much as $500,000 in back taxes himself. Wow. That doesn't surprise me at all. While he's getting up and saying everybody needs to pay their fair share, Biden is like screwing the government over with as much as $500,000. This is a report from amp.washingtontimes.com. I'm just going to go quick because we got to get into break here. It says Biden may have improperly avoided paying Medicare taxes before he took office and could owe the IRS as much as $500,000. taxes? Medicare. Wow. You know the things that finance Obamacare? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. All, you know that shit that he's really all for? Yeah, that he's trying to expand. The Affordable Care Act? Yeah. yeah. No, you know, he's he screwed huh. over the government and Medicare taxes. Wow, way to go, Joe. Upwards of $500,000. The report, which doesn't mention Mr. Biden by name, analyzed a case where the IRS won a judgment against taxpayers who improperly used S-Corps. Yep. The things that are people that are going to get screwed the most. Yeah. Biden used S corps and to screw over the government. That's that's Joe. He he learned from himself. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You know, you know who's really screwing over the government? <laughs> Those people at the S corps. Yeah. You know how I know? I'm not going to tell you how. They're like, Joe, don't tell them how you know. <laughs> it was me. It was me. They're like, ah, cut, cut the cameras. <laughs> yeah. Cut the Kill cameras. The feed. Come on, man. <laughs> An S-Corp is a business entity that allows its owners to avoid paying self-employed workers certain taxes. Tax returns released by Mr. Biden and his wife Jill during the campaign showed their use of S-Corps saved them $500,000 by avoiding three, the 3.8% self-employment tax. On down it says, they said Mr. Biden improperly used S-Corps in 17 and 18 when they raked in over $13 million Holy in speaking. shit. Small town Joe, yeah, from Scranton, thirteen million in speaking fees. Who's Less... gonna pay him that kind of money to talk? <laughs> I don't know. However, can we get less our money back? <laughs> then eight hundred thousand dollars was counted as salary that could be taxed for Medicare. Wow. So they only counted eight hundred thousand wow. of that thirteen million. That's a huge. So percentage. talk about hip bullshit hypocrisy oh, no when shit. he comes out and says. Everybody needs to pay their fair share. Where's this $500,000, yeah. Joe? Right. That you're screwing over through these S-Corps, and now you're coming against all the S-Corps yeah. to screw them over because you pulled a fast one on the government. Wow. Yeah. 
So I, that was just a side note I wanted to that to bring up before. Um, on back over to, did I have anything arts and else? Antiquities. I'm trying to. Did I have anything else on this? Because we're gonna get into this. Um, what was the name? The Bank Secrecy Act. A little yeah. more in the in the second half. So, Bank Secrecy Act was you had to report anything ten thousand dollars or more. Right. 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 So, Signed I mean, by Nixon. Seems seems fair enough, right? Right. I mean, you know, it's a good chunk. Do you know how you could you could really make that shitty? Is first you take people who have a transaction of ten thousand or more, which should be my right to take ten thousand dollars out of my bank. It you should be my ten thousand. Absolutely, you should not automatically be held to suspicion for ten thousand. Yeah, it's your money. Yes. But not only do they make people who spend $10,000 or more suspicious, they criminalize people who set it up to take $9,999,000. If you're taking that out each month, you're now a criminal. Hmm. Like a criminal. Like On they, what basis? Throw, because you're trying to screw over the government. You're structuring to screw up so, – to. Get around the law is basically so, what they're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. So basically, yeah, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right, right, yeah. And they have used that to fuck over like completely innocent people and oh, take I'm all sure. their money. Yeah, take all their money from them. Right, and then gonna, they civil civil forfeiture. Yeah, and I've got some shit to talk about in the second half about that. Before we do, we got to get into a break. We are well over our first half, so let's get into break real quick. We're gonna take. Okay five or so minutes, maybe less. Um, go get something to drink. Share this shit around while while you're on break, just sitting here doing nothing. Share it around because you should be concerned about the government in, your, in any of your shit. But when it comes to your bank account, you really should be concerned about yeah. this. Yeah. So let's get to break, Bill. And when we come back, we're going to keep the keep this train a-rolling, I guess. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me- Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
we're back. You alive, Arthur? I am still here. Still kicking? I'm kicking. Still irritated with all this shit? Of course. Yeah. Just seems like they're trying to piss us all off these days. I think they are. Yeah. I do. Again, I think they're targeting a small business. You know, they, they're going after anybody who isn't totally dependent on the government. You know, we had said how the, the vaccine mandate doesn't ex- affect our small business yeah. because we have less than 100 employees, much, much less. Yeah. So then, so we're like, yeah, doesn't affect us. And then this week he comes out and says this, and you're like, fuck, this one affects us. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I know. You in particular. I know. You're it's rethinking like, buying that company? The, the closer I get to buying the company, it seems like the more stuff Biden shows up, <laughs> throws out there to just be like, well, are you sure? Are you sure you want this? Do you really do? Do you really want to do that? Yeah. Well, well, Obama came out and he's like, "You didn't build that." Remember those days? Oh, yeah. yeah. And Biden's like, "You don't want that." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure you don't ever yeah. want. You will hate your life. <laughs> you will hate it. Won't even be worth it. I mean, you probably would hate your life either way. Buying a business for to a certain extent. Yeah, for a while. Right. It's gonna be hard work, but, but everybody I talk to says it's it's totally worth it. Until the government gets their sticky. I was gonna say until the government <laughs> makes it not worth it. <laughs> so I had off off topic. I had uh, my wife's aunt was over for my kid's birthday party last or over the weekend. Yeah, and apparently she listens to the show once in a while. That's awesome. Yeah, and she's like really conservative, like. Not not politically necessary. I don't know yeah. where she stands. She doesn't talk politics a lot. Okay. I mean, this stuff's pissing her off, so she's getting a little bit more yeah. vocal about it. But she doesn't really talk. So I don't know where she stands politically. But like, like in normal settings, she's like conservative. Like mm-hmm. as a person, she's a conservative, a definition conservative person. Right, right, like right. she doesn't swear. She she's like really good like strong christian she was like a missionary for a while and stuff like that but she listens to our show that's awesome and one of the things she said was you guys do swear a lot yes which i agree we do but then she turned out she's like oh yeah yeah we kind of do and i just i didn't know how to really respond to that yeah because i respect her a lot she's she's like a really nice lady and i don't Mm want to i don't want to offend her or anything so i'm like yeah yeah i know she's like but I don't know how you could possibly talk about the things you do without swearing. I'm just like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, There's exactly. not enough yeah. good words out. You can't I, just I be like, these gosh darn politicians out here are. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. The emotions come out of they us. Do. And, and I mean, my kids. They my kids call me out on it, mm-hmm. and they're like, Dad, why do you swear in the show? And I, I thought you were a good person. And and they don't get it, of course. And yeah. and so I, I I try to temper myself, but as you can tell by the today's show that I don't do a very good job when no, I get worked up and no, some of we stuff. get worked up and stuff just comes out. I oh. mean, you can't you so. can't flower over this stuff, and yeah. I I feel like some of that 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 comes out in language. So it, yeah, if you can see past the swear words, you're gonna get a lot of good information right. out of this. If you can't, then I'm sorry, this might not be the show for you. But right. there's other a, shows. There's other shows. We've got a lot of good information in yeah. there. Can you imagine if I went back and edited out all the swear words? Just <laughs> I don't even know. What would you put in place of it? <laughs> just beeps. Because there, there was a... Beep, 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 beep. 
<laughs> I could just make up words to like edit <laughs> yeah, in, right. like they do on the, like the for yeah, TV yeah. when they put movies yeah. on TV. These uh, what was the the, the, the mother loving snakes yeah. on the mother loving yeah, plane? Yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, the, these monkey loving snakes on this monkey loving. What? <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean? <laughs> so let's let's get back on that note. Let's get back into what we were talking about. So back to. The Bank Secrecy Act. Yes, the BSA. The BSA. And how beneficial it has been to this country. I've got a couple things here that are just going to make you laugh, make you cry, make you angry. Wow, roller coaster of emotions. It's it's where it's going to go. Just a complete roller coaster. What's going on here? Eh, I'll try to read it over whatever's popping up over this stuff. Whoa. This first one here is an opinion piece from richmondobserver.com, written by James Bovard. It's an opinion piece called Biden's Wrecking Ball for Financial Privacy. So he's talking about what we're talking about, and he's tying in this Bank Secrecy Act and all its issues that it had and how it was misused and stuff. So I'm going to pull this one up so you can see it with me. We can all read together. Story time. So Senator Mike Crapo, <laughs> Crapo makes, or Crapo? seems appropriate. Yeah. Denounced the Biden proposal as a surveillance dragnet, a huge violation of privacy, and an egregious abuse of American rights due to process or rights to due process by inferring that all U.S. taxpayers are guilty of evading taxes until proven otherwise. That's basically what this is. I uh, believe that 100%. I agree with that. Yes, it is a surveillance dragnet. We said that. We've given the fish analogy. Little fish. A couple times down. Yes. Huge violation of privacy. 100% huge, huge violation of privacy. Yes. That concerns me alone, and that's not even the worst part yeah. of this. Yeah, egregious abuse of right to due process. Yes, yes. Every year, it seems like we lose a little bit more due process. Is it? Do we even have due process anymore? You know, really? I, I don't think we do, to be honest. By inferring that taxpayers are guilty until proven otherwise, yeah. guilty of tax yeah. evasion. That's exactly what this is. One hundred percent. Says Paul Mursky of the Independent Community Bankers of America warns that Biden's proposal would be a historic inv- invasion of financial privacy like we've never seen before. Correct. The IRS is absolutely incapable of handling and processing this massive amount of data. Yes. That's the big concern here. Yeah. That's what we're concerned about. It says, Imagine the DOT in charge of your finances. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I've already told before how the DOT fucked me over in my finances, and I got a car repoed because of the DOT. Yeah. I think I've talked about it on the show yeah. before. So if not, I will talk about it some other time. Um, it says the IRS is absolutely incapable of handling, and they would admit as much. That's why they're asking for an additional $80 billion in the budget. Actually, federal money cops have long been overwhelmed by too many reports from the banks as is. Mm -hmm. Prior federal reporting requirements buried bureaucrats in useless reports and became a de facto terrorist hijacker empowerment act. So the thing that was supposed to stop the bad guys empowered the bad guys. Yeah. The 9-11 attacks were preceded by the biggest failure ever by the U.S. financial authorities. Hmm. So we're tying this to 9-11. Yeah. And how this, um, what was the, the act called? The, uh, the, the, BSA. The, the BSA, the Bank Secrecy Act, yeah. 
actually played a huge part in 9-11 attacks. After we had just tied it to the Patriot Act, now we're going to tie it to... Well, that's why I said I think they ramped things up in the Patriot yeah. Act, because they realized how bad they oh, fucked okay. up. Gotcha, gotcha. Says the Bank Secrecy Act of 1970 made it a federal crime for v- banks to keep secrets from the government. The law obliged banks and other financial institutes to submit a currency transaction report to the federal government for each cash transaction involving more than $10,000. The feds harvested 17 million of these currency transaction reports in the year 2000 alone. Oh, wow. 17 million reports because it's every cash transaction, 10000 or more. So you got this agency that's... Highly efficient, right? Oh, absolutely. Highly effective. Pinnacle of efficiency. You throw 17 million reports at them in the year 2000 and say, <laughs> hey, filter through these and right. make sure they're all good. Make, yeah. make like, sure everything's up to Okay. Snow. Yeah, I'm right. going through them right now. <laughs> Federal agencies were flooded with tons of papers that bureaucrats often never bothered to examine. On top of that, in 1996, banks also were obliged to file a suspicious activity report. So not only do we have the cur- the currency transaction report, now we have a suspicious activity report on any transaction that has no business or apparent lawful purpose or is not the sort in which the particular customer would normally be expected to engage. So now the banks have to be like, oh, that's a little different from what they're normally used to. Or I don't understand. Right. Because ju- it says no business or apparent lawful purpose. So you just see uh, $5,000 come out, and you're just like, I don't know why that came out, yeah. so I got to report that now as suspicious activity. Yeah. So now that added to the $17 million, That added another 200,000 suspicious activity reports per year. So now we're looking at $17 million, 200,000 suspicious activity reports in the year 2000. Hmm. Says Greg Nohim of the ACLU observed, Congress barred financial institutions from telling their customers that their bank account had spied on them by reporting their transaction to the federal government. Why would the ACLU prevent that? No, the ACLU reports or oh. observes that Congress barred financial institutions from oh, telling gotcha, their customers. Gotcha. So banks can, would report the shit, right. but they weren't allowed to tell you that right. they the, reported the, the Congress, shit. Congress didn't want the bank to tell you. Yes. Gotcha. The delusional reports provided a smokescreen for the 9-11 plotters. 2002 UN report on terrorist financing noted that a suspicious transaction report, one of those things that were supposed to catch the bad guys, was actually submitted, was actually filed with the U.S. government over $69,985, so almost $70,000 wire transfer that Mohammed Ada the leader of the hijackers, received from the UAE. However, the report noted this particular transaction was not noticed quickly enough because the report was just one of very large number and was not distinguishable from those related to other financial crimes. Ada was on a terrorist watch list, but the avalanche of other reports the feds received mm-hmm. targeting home buyers, boat buyers, and other innocuous transactions provided sufficient cover for the attack to proceed. Hmm. So... The, the law was followed. Right. It's kind of like background checks. Yeah. It's on like guns. Like TSA. Or TSA. Yeah. The law was followed, but the, the dragnet was so huge yeah. that this 70,000 transaction from somebody or to somebody who was already on a watch list yeah. got completely missed. Yeah. And he got $70,000 and 
We all know the story from there. Right. Blew the shit up. Yeah. Goes on to say, rather than recognize how pointless reporting requirements swamped federal watchdogs, Congress responded to 9-11 by vastly expanding federal financial vacuum cleaners. On October 17, 2001, Ron Paul was the only member of the House to oppose the International Money Laundering Abatement and Anti-Terrorist Financing Act of 2001. So that was where they added— I'm sure they demonized him for that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, you must love terrorists, Senator. That was the Title III of the Patriot Act. He was the only one that said, guys— it didn't work before. Yeah. Why make it fucking bigger? Yeah. Paul warned that the bill has more to do with the ongoing war against financial privacy than the war against international terrorism. Yeah. And derided it as a laundry list of dangerous unconstitutional power grabs. These measure- measures will actually um, distract from the battle against terrorism by encouraging law enforcement authorities to waste time snooping through financial records of innocent Americans who simply happen to demonstrate an unusual pattern in their financial dealings. Says the IRS... So the next part of this is... So we we see how that can be completely mismanaged and Mm -hmm. messed up and fucked up because there's not enough resources. So let's throw $80 billion more for more reports. So we go from... Yeah. How how many more you think that's gonna include? From seventeen million for ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, it, it's down to six. Not even transactions. Just yeah. everybody was six hundred. It, it, it's gonna be fucking insane. Hundreds of millions of reports. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think they had a problem going through it before? Right. Exactly. The second part of this is the IRS has exploited the technicalities of the Bank Secrecy Act. Of so course. this well, is what's the odds they would do that? Right. right exactly. Mean, which requires banks to report any transaction over $10,000 to preemptively confiscate the bank accounts of innocent Americans. The IRS enforced the Bank Secrecy Act by presuming that anyone who deposited slightly less than $10,000 was a criminal. So not only are we suspicious of people that spend $10,000 or more, we criminalize people that spend slightly less than $10,000. The IRS seized a quarter of a billion dollars because it disapproved of how businesses and individuals structured their bank deposits and withdrawals. IRS bureaucrats don't even need to file criminal charges before taking citizens' life savings. So they can take it from you. Mm. I've got a story about this. I think I read that story. They can take it from you before they even charge you with anything. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to give it back if they don't find any, any guilt. Between 2005 and 2012... The number of IRS seizures for Bank Secrecy Act violations rose more than fivefold, but the vast majority of victims were never criminally prosecuted for structuring offenses. One third of those cases involved nothing more than making a series of sub ten thousand dollar cash transactions. So, if you make five nine hundred thousand or nine thousand dollar transactions, right, you're now a criminal. Yeah, because you structured these to avoid this reporting. The Institute for Justice reported a 2017 Inspector General report found no evidence in 91% of the forfeiture cases that money came from illegal activities. 91%. We talked about the TSA and how ineffective it's been. How many many terrorists has the TSA caught? None. None that I'm aware of, but maybe they've caught like a... Straggler. No, but they, they they they've felt up a lot of grandmas. Yeah, they, I mean they do a good job of 
not pull, doing what they're supposed to. Pulling out the most to. innocuous person and, mm-hmm. and giving them <laughs> the, the, the business. Because they want to seem non-biased. So they, You're right. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I they know. feel but, up but, but that that and, and this is, is the... It's the Biden administration in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I mean, every executive order he has signed since he has come into presidency, ha- all it has done is has been a long way to get nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it you, you get a lot of court cases against you, you piss off a lot of people, and you spend a lot of money, and you don't solve jack shit. And yeah. that has been everything Biden does. That's, it's the like, go- that's what the government does, no, I know that, but... It's been more Biden. <laughs> Biden's done it more in the last several eight months, and it's like he doesn't get it. It's like he's got a playbook that was given to him, and bills that well, it's supposed to work because it looks good on paper, yeah. but it doesn't make any fucking sense. And that's where Biden is with this. Well, I mean, just look back at the government. You got the war on drugs. How many? How many? Drugs got off the streets. It's increased. Negative amounts. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> you got the war on poverty. How many people have been pulled from Negative poverty? Negative amounts. You got the, I don't know, the war on terror. How many terrorists were, I mean, look Negative at Afghanistan. Look, right. Look how great. Yeah, the Taliban uh, that's still in charge of Afghanistan. Now we got the the war on tax evasion. How yeah. many tax evaders is this going to actually catch? No, it's going to create more. It's just going to put undue burden, unnecessary yeah. burden on small banks and small businesses yeah. and the little guys like us. Yeah, and, but, and you're doubling the size of the IRS. Mm-hmm. The IRS chose to seize first and ask questions later, if at all. IRS investigators simply looked at banking records and then confiscated the accounts of hundreds of people. More than hundreds, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. When they said they confiscated a quarter of a billion dollars, that's more than hundreds of people. Yeah. Most of the victims were legal business such as jewelry stores, restaurant owners, gas stations, owners scrap metal dealers, and others. The IRS targeted businesses with legal source of income because the Department of Justice had encouraged task forces, we love task forces, to engage in quick hits where property was more quickly seized rather than pursuing cases with other criminal activities such as drug trafficking and money laundering. So the thing that they're trying to catch, they're not pursuing that because they want to do this quick hit so they can get a big win. Yep. And then... Look, guys, we got a quarter of a billion dollars here. Yeah, they probably all lay, legit, they, all legit. They lay it out on the police car. You, you know all those <laughs> yeah. Facebook posts of the police department. Yeah. Do you see the one in Australia of the confiscated KFC that somebody was trying <laughs> yes. to smuggle yes. during lockdown? <laughs> it's just like, is this real? Like, <laughs> yeah. they gotta know they're gonna get people yeah. like talking shit on these posts yeah. by now because they talk shit about them laying out like. A hundred, couple hundred dollars in marijuana. Look, look at all this marijuana. It's like, wow, good job, right? Saving people from hungry, tired, and <laughs> yeah. and lazy people. Yeah, good job. But that now they're laying out KFC. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought look that at was this big bust. I thought it was a fucking parody. Yeah, yeah, I but it so was too. real. Yes, yes. So they're gonna lay out this billions of dollars they confiscated from innocent people. Would the IRS behave as atrociously with the new $600 reporting requirements as it has in the past with the $10,000 reporting requirements? What do you think about that? Uh, no. No, they're not going <laughs> to behave as atrociously. They'll behave worse. More atrociously. Yes. Because you give them a little power. Yeah. And they oh yeah, take it to the extreme. And, and Well, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to have a pile like this, and they're going to be like, fuck this. I'm not going through all that. Let's... Th- 
this asshole right here. Let's let's go after this guy. Yeah. <laughs> And you can become biased with it. We saw how oh, yeah. the, the the IRS became biased with the yeah. the Tea Party back yeah. in um, yeah the, Obama uh, yeah the Obama election or how they were like withhold like mm-hmm. sitting on um, tax exemptions for the Tea Party just because yeah. of their biases. Yeah. I mean, they have this unlimited power, yeah. and we're just giving them more power, right? Yeah, unchecked power for the most part too. Yeah, because. Being able to seize property with no due process yeah. is unchecked power. And like you said, these guys aren't mm-hmm. even charged. They just are out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good luck yeah. taking the government to, to court. And it takes them years. Oh, yeah. If if they get it back at all, it takes I was gonna them say, years. I going to say, it probably cost them almost as much just to try to get it back. Let's move over to the, the example of that while we're talking about it, because this one pisses me off. Apparently, I... Only have three more free articles on Forbes. We got Kill. I'm not even going to read that. We got, well, just call him Kill. Oh, um, wow. Because I don't want to get kicked off uh, of no. YouTube for that name. It says, hell. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, what is going on? I don't know who you are. This is probably trolling. But thanks for coming on the show. Please don't yeah. get get me kicked off of this YouTube channel with your your Nazi propaganda. No doubt. Um, it says, so this is from Forbes. It says, how an un, an obscure banking law let the IRS seize bank accounts from innocent Americans. And this is that same, um, the, the Bank Secrecy Act that we've been talking about is the obscure banking law that allowed the IRS to seize um, accounts from innocent Americans. Yes. So let me pull this one up. Says with only three thousand in his pocket, Ken Koran left his life as a firefighter near Ramallah to start his own business in Greenville. Over the next seventeen years, Ken worked seventy-hour work weeks at his convenience store, eventually scrimping and saving over one hundred and fifty thousand as a nest egg for retirement. During this time, Ken, his wife, and their four children even became American citizens. So. Worked his ass off, made $150,000. American dream story, right? Yes. I mean, that's that's what they could say is the American dream. You work your ass off, you make money. The government doesn't like that, like Obama. Uh, uh, you didn't do that. Uh, that's not your money. Right. Well, we did that for you. You didn't make that. But his American dream has become a legal nightmare. Last summer, the IRS seized Ken's entire bank account. You know that... Um, $150,000 that he made working 70 hours a week. Yeah. Seized his entire bank account for structuring withdrawals. Under the Bank Secrecy Act, enacted by Congress to combat money laundering, banks must report all deposits, withdrawals, and other cash transactions over $10,000. Meanwhile, the act also bans structuring transactions in the amount under $10,000 to avoid filing those reports, but only if someone deliberately intends to evade filing. But then prove that to them. Right. They don't like I said. It's quick, quick action they take. They don't stop and prove that you are deliberately intending to evade filing. They just see these nine thousand dollar transactions. They're like, nope, take your money. Yeah. Ken had no idea withdrawing cash from his own account could run afoul of the government. With the power of civil civil forfeiture, one of the things that we love so Absolutely. dearly, the, you know, the government, government robbing you of your. Yeah, hard-earned Without cat. due process. Yes. Federal government never even had to charge Ken with a crime. Hundreds of innocent Americans have fallen victims to similar seizures by the IRS. 
Now Ken is leading a new petition effort to regain what was unjustly taken. On June 20, 2014, agents from the IRS Criminal Investigation Division and officers from Dublin County Sheriff's Office stormed his business. So they didn't just take his account. They stormed his business, sweeping the premise with a dog. Agents blocked customers from entering and interrogated Ken. So he is treated like a full-blown like drug dealer here, or like a murder. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Agents handed him a form titled Consent to Forfeiture. By signing the document, Ken would knowingly, quote-unquote, and voluntarily agree to forfeit all his seized cash. Ken, whose native tongue is Arabic, said he didn't know English well enough to understand what he was reading. No. And after all, civil forfeiture can be immensely complex subject. So those of us with English as our native tongue right. probably want to fucking understand right. this. He didn't speak very good English. Right. He was primarily Arabic speaking. Yeah, and a, an officer gives you something to sign, and yeah. you don't know what you're signing. And but you don't want to... Right, make him mad. Yeah, you don't want to make a bunch of noise, so you go along with it. In response, one agent yelled at Ken and said refusing to sign res- disrespected the government's authority. As further incentive, agents said they would pay his wife a visit if Ken didn't sign away his cash. He took that as an implied threat, so without the advice of counsel, Ken gave in. Embedded above his dramatic reenactment—I'm not going to watch the dramatic reenactment of the raid. Yeah, we don't need to see that. The raid proved <clears throat> devastating. Ken had to take a massive line of credit to keep his previously debt-free store afloat. So he worked his ass off, had no yeah. debt. He owed, owned everything. Yeah. Debt-free store. Now he has to take this massive line of credit out to keep it afloat. He even used, or he even had to use his home as collateral. Now, 60 years old, Ken worries he can no longer afford retirement. I feel the United States government stole my money. That's Ken. Ken. They did. They did. That's because they did. Yeah. They stole your money from you. He said, I did nothing wrong. You didn't, Ken. If you're listening, you did nothing wrong. <laughs> they can tell you all you want that you're disrespecting the government. They stole your money from you for no reason at all. They just walked in and said, fuck it, that's my money, yeah. and I'm taking it. No guilt was found. He still doesn't have his money back. Oh, yeah. Ken is not alone. According to an IJ report, Released in February, the IRS seized over $240 million, I told you a quarter billion mm-hmm. dollars, in 2,500 cases. So not hundreds of cases, thousands yeah. of cases for alleged structuring violations from 2005 to 2012. Half of all the seizures were worth over $34,000. So a lot of money. So mm-hmm. the majority of those were $35,000 plus dollars that they took. Yeah. Notably... A third of the seizures arose out of nothing more than a series of transactions under $10,000 with no other criminal activity, such as fraud, money laundering, or smuggling, alleged by the government. So there was no other criminal activity involved whatsoever, just the fact that they took a series of transactions under $10,000. goes on to say, fortunately, there's hope. With help from the Institute for Justice, Ken has filed a petition for remission or mitigation with the IRS. Under this little-known procedure, which dates back to the first Congress, victims of civil forfeiture can ask the government to return all or a portion of wrongfully taken property. So this goes way, way back. They just don't tell you about that. They've been doing it for 100 years. Remission or mitigation petitions are akin to asking for a presidential pardon, but for civil forfeiture. So, I mean... I wonder, you know, you never hear about 
them giving things back. You hear about the pardons all the time. I mean, remember when, before a president goes out, everybody's like, oh, why'd they pardon that asshole? And, but you never hear about them being like, yeah, we're going to give this guy his money because back. Because they don't want you to know about that. Well, yeah, I know. According to IRS <laughs> guidelines, the petitions are designed to lessen harshness of forfeiture sanctions and promote the interest of justice. So that's what those petitions are for, but they don't tell you yeah, about that. Right. Oh, there was another one in here. There was another story where it was even worse. Worse than that? Well, it was it was bullshit. This might have been it. Talks about, um, it says, this family, the Sowers, says, a few years back, a bank teller told Karen that if she made her deposit under $10,000, that would save the bank paperwork. So the bank teller told Karen, Damn. make a slightly less than $10,000, then I don't have to do my job. <laughs> the teller did not mention that, the teller didn't <laughs> mention that federal banking laws or the connection between the structuring and the IRS, and did not even clarify that the federal government required the paperwork. So she's just saying, it'll save me paperwork. Yeah. She didn't say it'll save me federally mandated paperwork. Yeah, right. Karen followed the teller's advice. In February, the IRS seized nearly $63,000 from the sowers, their entire bank account. Mm. Adding injury or insult to injury, the federal government served a grand jury subpoena, meaning Randy and Karen could face criminal charges just for depositing their own money. A conviction could mean up to five years in prison. So not only did they take $63,000 from them, they threatened them with five years in prison. They said, we had no idea there was supposedly a law against this. We weren't laundering money. We're farmers. We struggle every day to pay bills. Federal prosecutors made them an offer they couldn't refuse. Oh, I love when that happens. In exchange for only forfeiting $29,500 of that 63000 prosecutors would settle the case and offer them immunity from criminal prosecution. So they took still took half of they it. They didn't do jack shit. They took half of it and said, we won't charge you criminally. So that five years is off the table if you give us half of this and don't really push this any further. Facing costly legal bills and with no guarantee of winning in both civil and criminal court, the Sowers accepted the deal in May of 2012. Now they've teamed up with that Institute for Justice and filed their own petition for remission, that petition, the unknown petition that they don't tell you right. about. So it goes on to give several examples of this. Um, it says if their petitions are successful, they could set a powerful precedent for hundreds of other victims. I thought I lived in America until three years ago, Randy remarked. Now I wonder whether I live in America or not, when the government can come in and take your property and not convict you of a crime. Jake says tax is theft. I agree. But more so than tax being theft, this is theft yeah. right here. I mean, that's bad with the $10,000 <laughs> limit. Again, yes. imagine with $600 how bad it's going to be. Right, exactly. Someone pulls out, you know, I say... I got to make a house payment for five hundred ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they're questioning me because it's like, well, why only five hundred ninety dollars? Yeah, well, that's just it. You can see how the IRS went on a power trip yeah. over all of this and pushed their like quick action, no due process. Yeah. To get these criminals, yeah. how many criminals do you think they actually caught? Well, they said yeah. like a third of them had no prior anything. Right. Yeah. Nothing. It was just most the of fact. them were legit. So to have that kind of unchecked power, where you can just 
bypass the Constitution completely, yeah. which we saw that the Supreme Court said the Fourth Amendment doesn't apply here. Right. So they took that as Fourth Amendment doesn't apply to any of this yeah, shit. With a, a fantastic explanation. Yeah. Just <laughs> no. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Yep. That's it. Next. Next. So it says Biden's new... Back to the, the first article. article. Biden's new reporting requirement could be the Bitcoin Relief Act of 2021. I don't even know remember what that was, to be yeah, honest. Me neither. I didn't. 40 Banking Financial Association sent a letter. We read that. Um, it talks about how there's no way that the IRS, like, how are they going to be able to store and protect all this information? We talked about all that. It says the IRS has perennial, perennial, perennially, that's a hard word to say, been the authoritarian means to paternalistic ends. The Washington Post reported that the single biggest source of new revenue in the Biden plan comes from dramatically expanding the clout of the nation's tax agency. Biden relishes condemning tax-dodging billionaires, but that $600 reporting requirement is a signal that the IRS purgatory could soon be crowded with average Americans. It's common to us. We're going to yeah. be on that list now. It's not even just going to be the business owners that work their ass off and make $150,000. It's going to be, like you said, us wanting to make yeah. a transaction under $500. Right, right, yeah. Like you said, you know, five ninety or something like that, and all of a sudden you're going to get questioned for it. What was the name of that Bitcoin act? Uh, just said, this is the 2021 Bitcoin oh. Relief Act. The Bitcoin Relief Act. So, I, I don't know. All this to say, the IRS holds way too much power already. Yeah. The IRS is unchecked. There's too many of them. They already do a shitty job. Yeah. And when, when they make a mistake, it's fine. But mm -hmm. when we make a mistake, like if we screw up something on our overly... If we don't spend $500 for a tax agent, first of all, and we decide that we're going to take it on ourselves, yeah, and we make a mistake on that, we pay... Not only do we have to pay the amount of money that, that um, we didn't pay... That yeah. we missed, we also have to pay a huge fucking penalty on that. So oh. we got to pay when we screw the IRS over. But when the IRS screws oh, us yeah. over, they oh, don't yeah. have to pay jack yeah. shit. You know, and I've been that there where the IRS is owed. They've owed us more money, and because they screwed up our refund, and then it takes them about eight months and a lot of paperwork for us to get the rest of it. It's funny because I typed in the Bitcoin Act uh, Relief Act, and it mm. pops up how the IRS is trying to nail crypto tax dodgers with Biden's new. Bill. <laughs> yeah, and you had found that... Yeah. Well, we had talked briefly about how this isn't just bank accounts. This involves right. crypto yeah. transactions. This involves PayPal, Venmo, Venmo. Yeah. PayPal. All the means that you have of dodging this, yeah. besides just taking all your money in cash and getting paid in cash, which, again, yeah, they're going to do away with cash because that's the only way to completely make this work, yeah. is do away with cash. And, and this says here, it says... Um, Let's see, this is IRS's business of collecting revenue, says Shahan Shandineskra, a CPA and head of tax strategy at Cointracker. Historically, if they spend a dollar for any type of enforcement activity, they make $5. I think crypto enforcement activities are even higher than that. What? Yeah. So if they spend a dollar, they yeah. make $5? I don't understand. 
Uh, it says tax year 2019 was the first time the IRS explicitly asked taxpayers whether they had dealt in crypto. A question on Form Schedule 1 read, At any time during 2019, did you receive, sell, send, exchange, or otherwise acquire any financial interest in any virtual currency? Experts said the question was vague, and crucially, not everyone files a specific document. Uh, and so in 2020, the IRS upped its game by moving the virtual currency question onto the 1040 itself, which I don't even remember seeing that, uh-uh. right after the, your name and social security number. Uh, it says uh, that perhaps the bigger issue, according to Sheehan, is that many filers have no clue how to calculate their crypto capital gains. Um, it says while some crypto exchanges have begun to issue a tax form called the 1099K, which is traditionally given to an individual who engages in at least 200 transactions worth an aggregate 20000 or more in the context of crypto, this form only reports the total value of transactions. Um, so, yeah. So, it's not just banks. No, they're going all these, after crypto. Yeah, all, it's probably a big push towards crypto because... Crypto was seen as the ungovernable, yeah, the decentralized money, the ungovernable money, and they've been launching wars against this for since cryptocurrency came yeah. a thing. Yeah. So they're finding a way to do this. I don't know how they're going to regulate crypto transactions, but they will. I mean, I'm sure they can regulate because you got to take your cash and transfer it to crypto. So right. yeah. they can see that bank transaction where you pull it from whatever account. And yeah put it into crypto so on in the very least they can regulate it that way unless you're getting paid in crypto and spending in crypto and there's no like transferring to cash or to to actual u.s dollars that is literally the only way as of now i don't think they can completely regulate that but Mm -hmm. it's really i mean that's not really all that possible to completely live your life in crypto just yet so yeah Right. But they're they're trying to find ways to do away with that. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the IRS is kind of its own monster. Not kind of. The IRS is its own monster. It is a monster. We talked about the Tea Party cr- scrutiny. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they mention you know it's like uh, the only thing certain is death and taxes. Well, you know, it's the IRS. <laughs> I actually I actually saw when I was researching this because Benjamin Franklin was the one who came up with that. The founding father. Before mm-hmm. taxes were really much, or like income tax wasn't a thing then. Yeah. Um, the founding father, Benjamin Franklin, said that. And they used that, one article used that as a means to justify this, really? this thing. To be like, yeah. Um, and it's coming for you. No, it was, I know what it was. I was looking, I was reading a World Economic Forum article. The World Economic Forum quoted Benjamin Franklin in justifying paying more taxes to support all their yeah. their green agendas, all their freaking equity agendas. Well, the World Economic Forum quoted had the audacity to quote Benjamin Franklin. And that pisses me off. To promote paying more yeah. taxes. And yeah. I think Benjamin Franklin was coming from the opposite side saying, "Oh yeah, right. You you're never going to get around taxes. This fucking sucks." Yeah, right. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> just like death taxes suck. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when we were doing research, um it took me into the great reset. And one of the things it said is that, you know, one of the main things they're pushing is for financial data collection on individuals. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like that's what this is. And yeah. we know Biden is a huge proponent of the great reset. Oh yeah. And I I had seen an article that said the EU is putting pressure on the US for 
tax transparency yeah. and stuff like that. So, and that was just like a month ago. So maybe a lot of this is coming from the pressure from the EU yeah. for more tax transparency and for yeah. that that I, kind of shit. I can see so, it. I I can too. So. Again, why why should we we're running out of time. So we gotta get into the why should we care about this, Bill? We always have to come back to why we should care right. about this. Yes. First of all, blatantly smashing your fourth amendment. Yes. Unnecessary Again. search and seizure. Let's take for example, analogy time. I right. like analogies. I, I like analogies. Analogies too. are I like don't. the pictures in a picture book. Yes. You gotta have them. That in itself was an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I use yes. an analogy to explain analogies. That is beautiful. Let's say that your neighborhood has a high amount of drug trafficking going in and out of it. Sure. Just, just this. We're just going to focus on our immediate neighborhood here. Okay. Like, let's say, like, a uh, two-mile square radius. Okay. And the mayor is like, like, notices this, and law enforcement has been like, "There's a lot of drug trafficking coming in and out of here." So the mayor proposes to combat the drug trafficking, to catch the traffickers. We're going to have police officers standing outside on your sidewalk, and every time you come out of your house, they're going to search your purse and search your bag and search your pockets and feel you up and down to make sure you are not trafficking drugs. Yeah. To catch the drug trafficker. Again, TSA. Basically, yeah, basically. Is that a violation of your Fourth Amendment rights? No. You, you, there's no evidence that you did anything wrong. No. So they're going, but because there is a high amount, because they know well, there is not even a high amount, there is one or two drug traffickers in this neighborhood, would be more accurate yeah. to what they're talking about. One or two drug traffickers in this neighborhood, we're going to search everybody who comes in and out. Of the they, I mean, they have, they, it stop and frisk. They actually yeah. have that. And so, <laughs> but. There have been so many ACLU oh, constitutional absolutely. complaints about yes. stop and frisk. Even the people who implemented the stop and yeah. frisk policies have come out since and been like, that was a shitty policy. Yeah, it's kind of racist. And it's <laughs> kind of racist. But I'm not even talking about profiling. I'm and, talking, and about, I'm that's talking the about everybody. I'm talking well, about Well, and, and so am I. And that's the thing. It's like, this This isn't racist. This no, is, this this is, is everybody. Is, right. So they're, they're fucking over everyone. You here. got two drug dealers in this neighborhood. Yeah. So you coming out of your house, they search your purse and your 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 backpack. You come back from work, they search your purse and your backpack. But the bitch of it is, is the drug dealer is next door neighbors to the mayor. <laughs> probably he's probably and, and that's that's the problem with this. Probably the the mayor is getting drugs from the drug dealer. <laughs> exactly. That is more and, and that's the problem with this is yes. it's not gonna catch who they want to catch because it's not even casting a net in the same fucking body of water. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's that's just it. It's just like, no, you're just smashing all of our constitutional yeah. fourth Fourth Amendment rights here, Fifth Amendment rights when it comes to due process, yeah. with no no reasoning, no warrant, no nothing. You can be like, well, if you have a bank account, money going out, we can search it. Money going in, we can search it. Just just to make sure you're not right. doing anything yeah. wrong. But because of the precedent set on that Bank Secrecy Act, when they said nope doesn't violate Fourth Amendment. I don't give a shit who sues and says this is non-constitutional. It is yeah. going to come down. It's going to fall on the precedent of that Bank Secrecy Act and be like, yeah. nope, we yeah. made the ruling here. Same rule applies. Yeah. It's not a violation and of your Fourth Amendment. Absolutely. And as we saw that, yeah, due process is not going to save you. 
and they're not even going to charge you. You're just not going to get your shit back. Yeah, yeah, and that that that's the thing. Like, let's say you leave your house and they just you have a suspicious looking purse. Yeah, they just take your purse. Right. Found yeah. nothing in it, but you don't get your damn purse back right. or your money back. They didn't find drugs in it, but yeah. you have an odd amount of money in this purse, so I'm going to take this. Yeah. That that purse is a little too shiny. Yeah. You're not you you don't you usually carry a, a beige purse, and you are carrying a bedazzled purse right now, <laughs> and that's a little suspicious. So I'm right. going to take that purse and everything in it. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing in it. Well, shit. You sorry. Well, still you're taking the purse. Back. Yes. I think everybody can fucking agree that that is a violation. Yeah. Of your Fourth Amendment rights, yeah. but you won't see as many people turn around and saying this is a violation of our Fourth Amendment rights because I'm not doing anything wrong. Exactly, you know? and that's what pisses me off. It's like, who the fuck cares if you're not doing anything wrong? Why do you want them in your business? Yeah, they don't have any right to be there. No, you're doing nothing wrong, which is why they shouldn't be in your exactly. shit. Exactly, it's not a reason for them to be in your shit. Yeah, the same people that are okay with the government doing the six hundred dollar search and frisk, stop and frisk deal that they're doing, are the same people that when the NSA, when when Edward Snowden came out and said that the NSA is hacking your information and steal and collecting all your data for no fucking reason at all, the same people said, "Nah, I'm not doing anything yeah. wrong." Yeah. They're the same people that will be okay with this. Yeah. You know what the other part of it is? What? Most guns are more than $600. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and that that's, that's another issue that I have. It's like they say this is only – like what they're saying is like they're not monitoring individual transactions because yeah. we, we'd be like, well, they're going to see every ammo purchase we make, every gun purchase we make. Yeah. They're going to keep tabs on that. They're going to make a list of us put – but they're like, no, that we're just going to get a report at the end of the year right. that has all your transactions combined. and yeah. Or just like – they said like small details is what right. they said. Or yeah. small – like large – like I don't remember what they called it, but just like one detail or something. Right. But no, no, that's not where it stops. No. It no. never stops there because then they can use that small minor report and be like, oh, that's a little odd. Pull all their information. Yeah. Because now the the they can just pull all your transactions. And it's bad enough already that banks already willingly yeah. release your data to the, the feds. Because on January sixth, what what bank was it? Um Bank of America released troves of data in the Washington, D.C. area, banking data as a net to catch the perpetrators of January 6th. This one's from New York Post. I'm just going to breeze through it. It says, the bank handed over financial data of 211 clients who happened to use credit and debit cards for lodging, food, and other purchases in Washington on the days before and after the January 6th seat. So their only crime was they used their... Yeah. Credit and debit cards in that area. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And the bank without these laws was like, here you go. Take take that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean go get the extremist. Without the laws, the bank is already willy willingly handing out yeah. your data. So now we make it a law that the banks have to hand out your data. And then the that kind of makes because even with the the Secrecy Act, the Bank Secrecy Act. Yeah. That made kind of the bankers 
especially after 2011 or 2001 when I said they had to implement their own policies. They had to have their own like auditors and stuff. Well, now the bankers become law enforcement. Right. They yeah. take it upon themselves to decide, you yeah. know, this guy's a little shady. And you get yeah. in those small towns where every banker knows every person oh, yeah. that comes yeah. in and just be like, you know, that guy's that guy's a little weird. Hmm, I'm just going to we're just going to pass yeah. this one along right. as a as a suspicious activity report. Yeah. You turn bankers and private sector into snitches. Y- y- you know what this stems from? What? Capone. You think that's how they got Capone was on oh. tax evasion. Yeah, yeah. The IRS is right? who took and, down the Yeah. The Treasury Department. So they, they see how that worked for him and so it's like, you know what, let's expand this bitch. Yeah, so not only does the IRS take it upon themselves to be the mm-hmm. over the enforcers, but then the banks take it upon themselves to be the enforcers. Yeah. And we get fucked in the middle. Yeah. Not caught in the middle, we get fucked in the middle. <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> Yeah. Again, it's bullshit to think that they're only going to look at the individual data. No. Well, absolutely. Or but, to not look at the individual. But it, but it, it it goes to the trend. Yes, they're making banks into law enforcement, just like they're making, you know, the these doctors, you know, these private these private corporations that with a hundred employees into law enforcement. You know, right. they're they're causing citizens to report on other citizens, which in itself is problematic. Yeah. Yeah. So we all become officers of the law because right. we're turning us into a world of snitches yeah the bankers are snitches yeah. the doctors are snitches your kids are snitches you're mm-hmm. we're all snitches you know the smiths were flying a flag that said tread on don't tread on me and so i'm just saying you know hey, he walked into my bank wearing a confederate belt buckle yeah right he's a little oddball to me so mm-hmm. report suspicious activity yep i i don't where yeah besides the fact that this completely obliterates your fourth and fifth amendment rights where does this go from here? Like, how far do they go? Because we saw how far just the $10,000 went, where yeah. they started just seizing assets yeah. for no fucking reason at yeah. all. No criminal reason. Well, again, you're a private business. We know they're going to be affected really badly with this. They seize your whole fucking business. Right? Seize your business, take your house, yeah. take your right. your money out of your ca- I mean. Yeah. Imagine they, if they take your wife's account, they take your kids' accounts, yeah. anything associated with that. I mean, uh, again, you're threatening livelihoods. You're yeah. threatening our lives here. Yeah. Because it hasn't come down and said, like, this is just a proposal. So, I mean, yes, we are going to extremes over just a proposal. But but you have to think this way. Yeah, because we've seen it. Yes. Like you can say, you're, we, we say this almost every week. You can say, well, that's a little extreme. Go back and look at what happened last time. Yeah. With, with a large or a smaller net. It wasn't yeah. even as big of a net. Go, every time we come up with these extreme examples, we can point back in history and be like, look, it happened. So Absolutely. it can happen again. 2011, 2012. Okay. Eastern Europe, Greece, Poland, Italy. Massive, massive problems with their their social security retirement issues. They did not have the money for public citizens, so they went into people's bank accounts and took money out of their savings so they could resupply that money, their pension funds. Greece crashed. I mean, I oh, it, is it was, Greece even still a country? It, yeah, it is. They because they bounced back. Greece, I remember. Greece was on fire. You could not go to your bank and get have access yeah. to any of your money. Yeah. The banks were 
dried up. Yeah. Nothing. So, I mean, it's there. This, you give them a little bit more of their grubby fingers in your bank account. Yes, they absolutely. Yeah. And will I, exploit I that. Guarantee it started as this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, every every bit of <laughs> like authoritarian power grab has started with yeah. a little bit here. We and, talked and, about it with um, extreme example again. Um, how the Nazis got power over the public media yeah. was because the government before that started seizing up control of the public media yeah. to keep the Nazis from having their Nazi propaganda. So that just made the government in charge of the private media. It turned it into government-owned, sponsored yeah. media when the Nazis took over power. So that is what single-handedly helped the Nazis be as successful as they were. You give a little to the government, you give a little more power, let their grubby fucking hands get into your shit, they're just going to take a little yeah. more. And now that their hands are in your bank accounts, not that they weren't already, but now yeah. that they're more into your bank accounts, they can just keep shoving it in a little more, shoving mm -hmm. it in a little more, and do whatever they want yeah. with it. Yeah, they can they can dictate whatever they want in your life. And once they have control over your finances, they have control over oh, you. Yeah. Right. You think you're traveling anywhere? You think you're, you're going to load up on supplies? Mm -hmm. No. Especially when cash goes out the door. Absolutely. When cash is gone, everything's just going to be ones and zeros. Mm -hmm. And they can manipulate the ones and zeros and be like, you know, this guy's kind of a threat. So let's turn off his ones and zeros. Yeah. You right. no longer have access. So now we could become a completely compliant country yep. because the government has yeah. full access to your finances. Yeah. That's the happy note. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are out of time on that happy note. Yeah, well, you know, that happens sometimes. That always happens. <laughs> that always happens. The more data you give them, the more control you give them, yeah. the more monitoring you give them access to, they're just going to come back for more. If you think of the government as your enemy, which you should not think of them as your ally, mm. they're intelligence, collecting intelligence on you. Already, without this. Well, they, they've been doing it. They've been doing it for the last twenty years, mm. but they're they're doing it even more now. They're in your personal finances. Before it was your communications, it was your social media, it was your postings, it was what you follow. Now, now it's your personal finances, your household income. Well, remember after January sixth, like banks started shutting off people's. Oh accounts. yeah, right, right, yeah. There was a there are a couple of people. Yeah, they completely shut, especially the crypto. They completely shut down their access to funds. Well, to their those, Venmo, to their PayPal. Yeah, some of those people had no access to their bank accounts, their Venmo yeah. accounts, their PayPal accounts. Um, all that shit got yeah. completely like even like their like Amazon accounts and anything that had yeah. any kind of personal finances connected to was completely suspended yeah. Yeah. because they had some sort of connection to January sixth. Yep. So let's let's give them more access to that shit. Yeah. Perfect. Great idea, people. Yeah. Great at this guy you put in office. Fantastic. Good job. Thank you. I don't. I'm not saying Trump was a good president at all. Yeah. I can't see that he would have been worse than this. No. I can't. I no. can't see it. No. And, and I, I don't know. I don't think he would have gone down this road. Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have. Second term. I don't know. But bottom line is we're here now. Mm -hmm. Here we are. We got what we paid for, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody paid for it. <laughs>
talk about this shit. Be worried. Be concerned about the shit. Yeah. Stand up for your fucking constitution. That is why we have this show, is to stand up for yeah. the thing that you made know, this country. The one document that made this country is just... It's Nancy Pelosi in the background with the whole State of the Union address she's ripping up. Yeah. They're just standing in the background, just tearing up the constitution. the constitution. Yeah. You know, the other part of this is if they create enough of a panic... And enough people run to the banks and sh- take their money out. Yeah, they crash the economy. They crash completely. the whole economy. Yeah, and that's another way to manipulate the economy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, we've been talking for over a year now in order to completely 180 the economy to a more sustainable, equitable. You, it's the great reset. You got to hit the yeah. button, shut it off, turn it off, and turn yeah, it back on. Make it all equitable. So you smash the economy. I mean, that's every step in the last year has been, year and a half has been to destroy the economy. Yeah. So we got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. It is time to get out of here. I hope you all enjoyed that happy episode. Yes. It was joyful. Be concerned. Be very concerned because you should be. This is shit that you should care about. Drink run your mouth coffee. <laughs> Put freedom in your mouth, not government in your shit. <laughs> exactly. Drink run your mouth coffee. Share the shit all over the place. Uh, check us out everywhere. You can support us uh, through our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash break the bell. Uh, become a member, have access to that bonus content, or buy your shit on uh, breakthebell.bigcartel.com. We got t-shirts and mugs and neck gaiters and, and stuff like all that. All kinds of good stuff. Support us. Please, support us. Please. Otherwise, just support us by continuing to listen to the show That's and sharing better. the show around. That is the most important thing because we like doing this, and we enjoy getting the word out there. Yeah. The, the shit that we stumble upon and we do the research, that what we can, we enjoy bringing it to your ears. So share it around if you know people that need to hear the shit. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to get out of here for this week. We will be back on... Again, normal schedule next week. We're not going anywhere. That's right. Live next Monday, 7 Central Time. Do not miss it. Um, Otherwise, check us out for the weekend wrap-up, where we just wrap up a week's worth of bullshit going on in the country. Let's get out of here. You ready? Peace. Catch you next time. Bye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.